I like the perspective. Say hi, Holden. Hi, Holden. Welcome back to another episode of the Perspectives Podcast. It's Liddy. Podcast. It's Liddy. Podcast. Podcast. It's Liddy. Because we want to make sure we can get monetized. No swearing for like no swearing like the first minute or so. The first couple minutes. Like... No, the first couple minutes. Yeah, the first, first couple, couple minutes. minutes. Because I'm definitely not not cursing. No, no, we can we can curse the whole conversation. Yeah, That's no, not I, I'm I'm pretty good I mean, with that. I'm twist. pretty good with don't that. Don't get it twisted. I've done I've done enough radio. Yeah, me too. That I know how to turn it on and off. Yes, yeah. It right? depends on the setting. It right. depends on but the like, atmosphere. But like when I'm like having a conversation, it's a real conversation. Yeah, I got to be able to yeah. curse. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But like I can restrain myself for passionate. the first couple minutes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly, exactly. No, but let's rock out for a couple of minutes and then we we no we're keeping all of this. This was great. This was all good. This is all staying in. Salutations, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Perspectives Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Liddy Bro Flacco. This is Holden Stefan Roy. Say hi, Holden. Hi, Holden. Nothing changes whether we're on Zoom or we're in person. Real it's life. It's always the same. Today, we are with our illustrious guest, uh, artist uh, that is like really shaking things up. Um, a Brooklyn legend, uh, um, uh, a uh, uh, curator. Oh, I, I curse! Damn it's it! Okay, it's okay. We're good. We can bleep the uh, curse. Uh, we'll uh, bleep, bleep the curse. Right. We're gonna bleep the first one. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, um, uh, 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 culture. Start with Brooklyn legend. Curator of the culture, yeah, right, Danny Cortez. Yeah, yeah, I'm adding applause. Yo, I love the intro, bro. <laughs> love the intro. Word, nah, I mean, you're like, yo, you're what you do is very right. Like, so check it. Um, the way that we open the show always really is like we tell people a little bit about us, right? Okay. So, like, you get familiar, right? Like, so, um, Holden and me met online, right? Like, uh, I met him online because he uh, came across our music and did a f- uh, album review that was fantastic. That was like the super in-depth album review. And then I hit him up and we did an interview and the interview felt like therapy, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I went to therapy. Like, usually when I do interviews, I've done interviews for so many years, you know, you... Like when we're when I've been rapping for so long right. now, you know what I mean? That it's like I've done so many interviews in so many different places, like we were saying, like radio used to doing things like that. So um I'm used to interviews, but like I'm not used to like people like necessarily caring about my life outside of what I do. Right? right? Like everything was always like when did you fall in love with hip hop? Oh yeah, and like the, the, the basic was, generic what was your, questions. Where, where yes. was, you know, like what what was your like first rap? Like if, if you know if it's battle rap related, then it would be like you know conversation like oh what's your next battle? You know they would ask me things like would I ever go in love with hip hop? But it was it was always things like that. It was never anything centered around my life mm. before rap. You know what I mean? To get to know me the person. You know what I'm saying? Dope, dope. So like you know. uh, I, I I after that I was like yo I got we got to do a show together let me bring some people to the table 
and let let because I want to have these conversations with my friends. I want right. to get to know my friends better. You know what I mean? And so we did that, and here we are, episode yeah, seventy four. The you power know, of the internet, and the power of uh, expanding and expanding and there's growing. talent everywhere. And everywhere. Necessarily you have to grow up with someone, and it's just how yeah, just how the yeah. You know, the world works, man. Yeah, no, I think that as New Yorkers, we like we like we're built for networking online because we already we already we've come from that era. We, we come from a very uh, uh outside. You gotta social, be outside. Social city, a very social city. Right, very social city. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, so you know, all right. So yeah, we like to get started with some basic questions. So why don't you tell the people what your name is? Okay, who you're known as. Where you're from, and then where your parents are from. Okay. Yeah, well, um, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Danny Cortez, um, miniature artist from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I make miniatures, um, nostalgic memories through my art, you know. And parents are from Puerto Rico, and uh, yeah, Puerto Rican, Brooklyn, New York City. Word. This is a 90s kid. Word. So you were born in you were born in Brooklyn. Born in Brooklyn. Word. Born in Brooklyn. What hospital? Long Island Hospital. Word. That's right there in Atlantic Avenue. <laughs> Shouts out to that because yeah. we're very New Yorkers. We're very like yeah. You know what I mean? So, like we know what hospitals we were all born. Absolutely. At. It's very. It's it was very... embedded in me since I was a child, bro. Right. 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 And that was like I think NYU Langone or something like that. Right. But back in the days, shout out to Long Island Hospital, Long right. Island College Hospital in. Uh, Brooklyn. Word. <laughs> I was born at Our Lady of Mercy in the Bronx, which is no that. longer there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That also happens. Like right. The hospitals know, that you're I born know. at sometimes end up defunct. People of family know, members were born in that happen. hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes the building, you know, like that's that New York, that's the nature of New York, right? It's like sometimes like uh, the thing that you grew up doing or living or whatever going to it ends up demolished and something new goes up. So in I know because New York City. That's it's but New that's York that's City. when when my art comes in. That's how my art comes Super. in. Because New York City is always evolving. Right. So you know, um, me being a, a New York City kid, and so in love with nostalgia, especially eighties nineties era, which mm-hmm. I think was the dopest era. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna love yeah. their era, but nah, yeah, it's, it's something in the air that you know unites. Everyone from that era, just mm, from yeah. the from the from the music, from the clothes, from fashion, uh, aesthetically, right? You know, and um, that's what it comes in is 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 bringing nostalgia, a piece of nostalgia, one or two seconds. You know, I did my job if I could give you that that feeling. You know what I mean? Right. Pause. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Nah, definitely. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Awesome. So we have like a typical little opening question that we like to get the ball rolling when it's done. You can kind of take it in uh, whatever direction you want. So like one time we were doing the dishes and the Black Eyes piece uh, song I was playing was the I Got a Feeling. That, fuck, I fucked that up. I, I got, got a feeling. Got a feeling. Ooh. Anyway, so I'm vibing, <laughs> dancing, you know, doing the thing to with the song. And it got me thinking about music and the way it transcends through time, right? Because if you run that track back to like 2010... And uh, you just think about its place in time. It's the celebratory song of the world. Everyone's partying, dancing to it. You run it up to today, and now it's on a chores playlist. 
it's not something that you put on when you're trying to trigger that same nostalgia you're looking right, for in right. your art, but through the music that you put on to make the boring times less boring. Right. Um, and that just got me thinking a lot about the relationships that we have with music, right? Because as you know, the little ones throughout their party, they don't know that they're going to grow up and become, you know, the, the, the it's going to become the chores playlist, the workout playlist, the different things like that. It got me thinking about my youth too, right? Because if you run it back to when you're young, there's all these sounds and different things playing, music on the radio, your parents' favorite jams, everything like that that's happening. And you're just sitting there as a little one. All this is going on around you. You're absorbing it because mm -hmm. how could you not? You, you have no control over the environment. Sometimes you do. But most people don't have control over their environment. They're just being force-fed a bunch of music from their parents, their environment, their neighborhood, everything like that. And then it got me thinking, you know, the show's called Perspectives. We all from different places that um, not a lot of us really talk about or share what it's like. So I was hoping that you could bring us back to when you were the youngest Danny Cortez you can remember being. And tell us what it sounded like to be you before you had any control over the music. Okay, we want to know the what what was what was playing around in uh like what your parents the soundtrack was vibing. Of, my, of my life at like yeah, around yeah. when I was a child. Yeah, yeah a, a, a lot of salsa, a lot of salsa, a lot of eighties merengue. Word. A lot of like those big popping groups, like I was telling you earlier, that uh they were the bad bunnies, the reggaeton right, of right. that era. Mm -hmm. you know right. I mean, so which was like what, like the um. Gran, um, Gran Combo on the Gran salsa, Combo. Hector Lavoe, of course. Uh, Johnny Ventura, who's in the merengue. Um, wow. I know it. So I'm many, so many, so many groups that I, I just can't think of it right now. But it was a lot of merengue, a lot of salsa, a lot of um, hibaro music. Word. You know, what's when the uncles were coming around. Right. And then, you know, my personal favorites at that time. When before, like hip hop, before I was introduced to hip hop, of course you had the menudos. You know, I was like a super <laughs> menudo fan. Like, my mom used to tell I me I had also, to find I also, the t shirts. I have pictures as a little kid in like a suit, right? Because back then you used to get dressed up. Right. While, oh, like, what? like, you used to get dressed up. You had and, to. And like, it, like, a little kid, right? So, like, I got pictures of me as a little kid in like, uh, essentially like a menudo suit right and the menudo bowl cut haircut that like, <laughs> you know what i mean like so definitely i i could empathize yeah back yeah then. Like, you just you just brought me back on that because that yeah you had to really get dressed back then like even if we were going Say to word. take a trip to puerto rico yeah our family was decked out yeah like, we were I decked out on the plane I yeah, had on the, the shoes with the metal tips. <laughs> you were dressed up. You were dressed up. It was like it was a celebration. Yeah, like just to tr go to Puerto Rico. Like, right. It was that's how it was. No, that's wild. I mean, you don't really think about that now. I suppose I don't know. People no, now, now it's just trying to. Now it's no. comfortable. I gotta be yeah. comfortable. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back then, I mean, you, but you know what? I'm not mad because it is. It is well. Right. Oh, Puerto, no, Rico, Puerto, Rico, -flops now. Puerto Rico's legit. Right. Like you can get dressed up and get on the plane and you're still fine. It's yeah. a comfortable flight. It's two hours. It's like going to Philly, you right. know, when you're from New York. It's like two hours away, quick, to, you know, two to three hours away, you know, it's quick. It's it's nothing. So even if you're dressed up, you're still comfortable. Yeah. You're fine. But when you're flying, like, like I, like I flew to Bangkok. And that was like, bro, that was like right, right. 18, 20 hours. Sheesh. You know what I mean? In a, in a plane, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, yo. So you got to go the flip-flops. You got to be comfortable. Yeah, yeah nah, You got to yeah, be yeah. comfy. You know what I'm saying? No, but you back then, be... I guess it was more more like a society thing. But like you, that was, that was. You know, you had to be presentable. Then. You were, yeah, you were presentable. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, but that's how everybody was. Yeah. It wasn't just us, yes. right? I no, think I'm that, like, if you look, look at the suits and the hats and all the etiquettes and the, like, these are, I don't know, I watch these YouTube videos where they talk about, like, all the etiquettes of, yes. like, 1950s suit, you know, but, like, there's so many, like, specific codes to, like, you know, the overcoat for this time and this many buttons and, like, all these specifics that if you don't do right, right it's not, it's not acceptable. Right. Right. But going back into the music, yeah, let's go. A lot of Michael Jackson, Prince, you know, and then a second floor. My aunt lived in the second floor, so it was a lot of soul music going on. You know, that's why uh, it was a big melting pot, you know, right. of, 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 of music all around me, culturally. It was so dope. And your hat in match is nice. That is the. We're gonna get to. We're gonna get to. We're gonna get to. Um, cause I already know. Oh, the low, 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 low. Right? <laughs> the, low, the, the conversation is, uh, Holden's right. So like we we've been doing the show for like two years, but like it's been mostly online. Yeah. Like, okay. We, we developed it um during the quarantine you know when yeah. Vice versus from EO Dove passed oh. away. Rest in peace, Vice versus. Of course, oh, rest you know in what peace. Mean? Um and uh. And when and we would do it on the EOW Zoom, and so we were online mostly. But like uh, now that we're we were doing these interviews like back to back here, but like we'll drop them staggered one and one yeah, a month, this is all right? Okay. Um. Uh. Really, what we're like, what I was about to say is that I look forward to this weekend. He's here. This is his third time coming into the city. Second time that we're doing it for the interviews, right? Yeah, this is our third and ever in-person interview. Third, oh, where? Third ever oh, right. in-person in interview, nice. right? Okay. Third Part ever, of the history. Right, yeah. And, um, but, like, I look forward to this weekend, how many of the low homies he will meet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these are the New York things. Yes, he's from Montreal. Man. I didn't mention that. No. I, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Okay. He's, he's from Montreal. That's fact. So, you That's know what I mean? Like, but, like, you know, I feel like Montreal is kind of like a, like Toronto, which is, like, a part of, like, this Northeast um, thing where, like, it's there's a close relation to New York City. And there's a lot of really? similarities. Yeah, I, would, I honestly did ask, I'm going to say, we are closer to New York City than we are to Toronto. When I go to... It feels more, like, familiar here than it did when I went to Toronto, which is, like... I don't know. It's super. It's going more. They're closer to Western Canada than they are to New York. Oh, okay, that's how I see it. So I gotta go. I gotta go out there to Canada, man. Go yeah. check out Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's nah, definitely. It's definitely all there. I know about Montreal was uh, um, the Expos. Yeah, yeah nah. I'm a huge I mean, baseball yo, fan yo, growing yo, up, you know. Facts. Yeah, I went to the last home game ever played. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like, and they went to Puerto Rico for like a year. They did a season. Yeah, yeah, right? they did. They did. Yeah, they did. When they, were, when they were in between, because I think they ended up turning into... The Washington team. Yes. The Nationals. Nationals. Yes, the Nationals. yes, yes. Right. So, like, when they were in between, I think it was when that happened. Dope. Right, right. Um. So, actually, that, like, leads me... Like, you, you said you're into baseball. So, like, what were what were the things when you were a little kid that you were into the most? Like, most was it like comic books, cartoons, video games, uh, sports? And all, all the above, man. All of a the little above. Bit, a little bit of everything, you know, growing up in, in, in Brooklyn, Bushwick. Um, you know, everybody's, it was a time, you know, not a social media time. It was, you had to be social outside. Mm, right. So, you know, trading cards uh, from comic books to actually going outside, play 
uh, basketball, baseball, SpongeBob. You guys remember SpongeBob? I have yeah, no yeah, idea what SpongeBob is. Yeah, some new Skelly. New York. Hold on, so, yeah, what is SpongeBob? SpongeBob is, is, is a baseball. It's, but it's uh, against the wall. There's no, there's no catcher. Straight against the mm -hmm. wall is a box. It's a strike zone, and uh, it'll be like a three on three, four on four, whatever the case. It's similar to stickball, but without like running. Bro, I don't even know what stickball is. All right, so yeah, that's another podcast. <laughs> stickball is stickball is. You gotta take it to the Bronx, man. So, stickball's nah, popping I, I out know, there right now. Nah, facts, facts. These are big facts. Um, yeah. So stickball is played in the street. In like the the actual street, right, and it's uh played with a broom for a stick. Okay, for right. A and yourself, so like a no broom pitcher, you is, one bounce, and you know, yeah, and you just whenever you and, right and the ball okay. and the ball is like a blue. It's a blue um handball ball. Okay, so it's different than so sponge ball is. It's usually, more of a, it's a sponge. sponge. It's a spongy ball. Yes, that that has like the look of like one of those of a neon, baseball. The side of the... That, like lots of dogs end up with them. Right, 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 right. Yes. Um, right, right. Uh, it's um, a standard size baseball, but it's just made of sponge. Right, right. Okay, sponge. Yeah. And then the stick balls when we use uh, it's a, hand a blue handball. And then all the uh, pink, wiffle, all the and then pink. wiffle ball, wiffle also, ball. Wow, we yes, I played a lot too. of wiffle ball. We played bro. a lot of wiffle ball yes. too. We used to play wiffle ball because like it helped like the, uh, we the core, eye coordination, did everything. So yeah. I played little league. Yeah, little league. Little I played pee wee league, little right. league, junior pony, pony. Right. High you school ball. Yeah, high school Word. ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild, wild though. Yeah, I did not keep going. A lot of my fans will sometimes on my comment and my comments they'll be like, "Yo, what's up with the baseball? I played baseball with him. I played." Oh, but so you yeah. were good? Yeah, pretty. I was okay. Yeah. I was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was pretty okay. As I, a little kid. We got I to mean, represent um, New York. We went to like this international uh, tournament four years in a row Word. with this team called Major Miners. The Aguilas, it was a, like the best kids around New York City. They put them into like this all-star, like a collectively, and we just started traveling. We played against uh, Japan, uh, oh, wow. our hometown, Puerto Rico, Colombia, uh, Venezuela. Yeah, they, they, they all came to, like, you okay. see how the Little League World Series mm -hmm. is? But it's more for like junior pony, like let's say from like 17, like eight, 16 to like 18, that group. Word. And we played against Holland. Japan was a crazy experience. Uh, play all these teams come to one town in, in Freeport, Pennsylvania, and and play ball. It's, you know, word. word. That's a crazy experience. But that was, that's yeah. Did yeah. y'all win? That was in the nineties. Yeah, we went. We lost against Japan at the last uh, mm. day. Discipline. Japan. Yeah, they, they those people were they beat us mentally, man. Word. Those guys played mental baseball. Like, you know, before the the game, everybody has a good twenty minute warm up, right? Mm -hmm. So we warming up. Cool, getting ground balls in, everything, right? Now it's their turn. These guys were warming up without a ball. Different. It was different. The, the coach would act like he's hitting and he's hearing, and you see them fielding, throwing the ball around, and everybody was just like, what the hell's going on? They were, they were messing with us. They were messing with us, bro. <laughs> That's so they were getting all their coordination without a ball. You see them, they acting like they got it. They tossing the ball around. They just they destroyed us, bro. Amazing. Yeah, mentally, bro. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. So if bro. I was to have a coach at Little you know League what? team, I'll teach them that mental first. Right. You know what though? Um knowing we're I'm pretty sure that since you played that much ball, right? Like you're a fan of the sport enough that you know Japan is serious about their baseball. Serious, yeah. They're serious but about their Japan baseball. Japan it's it's they, itself and in anything. Right. They 
Yeah, they, they excel. They, they get set and they stick to that. They excel. Until Facts. they retire. Like, right. They go in since, yeah. since the child. They go in. I went to, um, I went <clears throat> to uh, FIT for college courses when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was like wild in the fashion, you know, like, like that was the, the thing that I wanted to do. Um, and, uh, I could tell you that like from the fashion world, right? Like that's why they're so amazing with denim and that's why they've taken off and been able to compete where, where like, um, France kind of always had the crown, right? Like going back hundreds of years, France is kind of like the, the, uh, you know, the way that uh white people make the history of fashion right because mm-hmm. they tend to look down on the fashion of other cultures and right but like other cultures also had their fashion which right. actually which actually still lasts to this day right so like their tradition pants, their traditional clothes pants, yeah, yes. all sorts of traditional clothes from all sorts of cultures all over the world are still relevant today and used right and there's it's not like people are necessarily like wearing victorian clothes right nowadays right, right. right you're not wearing like right, the socks right. with, the, with the dress suit and, uh, and, and, a, and, a wig, and a wig right <laughs> so like it's not the same but like the the way that they judge fashion by by their standards right is is the the their standard and like they had the crown for many many a years japan but like yeah no um france france right paris right specifically but like um Throughout the years, right? Like, I think at this point, like, New York City definitely has, like, stolen the crown in many ways because we push fashion forward in ways that, like, Paris could never, like, do the we way have, that we we're do. We're not afraid to express with ourselves. Right. Like, and know. we come up with our own things that yeah. end up being, right, like, now, like, things that everybody else around the world goes to because we set the trend for it. Um, but, like, Japan has like since the 90s like become a force in fashion and that's like again like like we were saying like baseball like anything that they do they go they go in real hard hard. yeah yeah they go hard at it and they they become and they have respect yeah they respect they respect yes so they they come and they learn from us they learn how to from the best and then they go back home and they treat it the same way that we do. Yeah. But on their level. Sometimes we take stuff for for, for granted because we, we hear. Do. We do. Like, you know, yes, we, the birth of hip hop and everything. Yeah. But it was a point that nobody was really breakdancing and everything. But in Japan and in Europe and everything, they they would, it was like like if they were in 1979. Like you said, right? You know? They keep day. going. So they, so they so they die. This is their job. This is and their job and they're going to. And they're, they become masters, masters of their work. Also, yeah. just like there's, it's like. It's like this love of foreign culture, right? Whereas, like, depending on where you're from in the world, right, you have a different relationship with other cultures. I find, Absolutely. Like, I, I was raised to be multicultural is how they called it. I was supposed to learn about everybody's culture and try to, like, you know, mishmash and absorb it all. And then I found out on the internet, maybe it isn't the best idea to necessarily mishmash everything. But it made me realize that, Yo, where you're born, and then you watch those Sapporo ads and shit. They're basically like, yeah, straight up, we're jacking American culture. It's right, so fucking right. cool. We have to have the blue jeans. We have to have this stuff because yo, it's lit. And then it's like that's that's actually pretty cool. But like they just 
it's I don't know I respect it a lot but then they also have that like machine organizational science stuff that we're not so good at so they're taking all of our stuff and we're not necessarily always trying to take their stuff back right so right they, so they get, unless we unless it's like a IP right so like Godzilla and like take yeah, their right right like, like hey we need, we want an American version of your uh, amazing yeah, but anime culture and, and, we, and but a New Yorker is by default because it's like we're born into so much culture yeah you know? yeah from different like you, uh, your neighbor could be from India and yeah your classmate could be from China and 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 Dominican Republic and you get all these these cultures and you and you pick and you learn from from everyone you know what I mean that's by default like Black everyone day. that doesn't say not around so many cultures at once they're lying right. <laughs> especially Black in New day, York. right growing huh? up in school yeah, yeah. Black day Flag Day was huge. Oh yeah, in New York yes, City. yes. No, because had... everybody had a different flag. Different flag. There was wild flags in my school. Wild flags yeah. from all over, all over the countries, all over Africa, um, uh, uh, um, Middle East, uh, all over all that, Asia, yeah. right? Because like there were Cambodians in my elementary school. Oh really? There was uh, Filipinos. I went to um, PS ninety six. Well, first I went to one twenty one, and then I went to PS ninety six in the Bronx. But like both, right? Like neighborhoods are like. Uh, 121 was like a lot of Caribbean, but like a lot of, of course, a lot of Black American, right? Uh, uh, Caribbean, Jamaican, Jamaican, Haitians, Puerto Ricans, West Indian, right? Like Cuban, everything. And we we learn right. from 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 everyone, and you learn from yeah, everyone. I, I know, like pretty much every island in the Caribbeans was on my high school. Is what I learned on the flag day. We had like every island was represented. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's the beautiful thing, right? And that of having those advantages, right? Of like growing up, and you around, learn from different, you, you know. Learn from like, like I remember going to my friend's house, and um, he was from Africa, mm-hmm. and they invited me for dinner, and they called it some 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 I don't know the remember the name, but it was aroco gandule rice and peas, right? With pollo guisado and right, all that, right, right, but it was right, in, right. it was just in there. Theirs, yeah, theirs. Right. But it, it's like, yo, this is Puerto Rican food. For me, it's Puerto Rican food. Nah, but facts. it all comes from Africa. Facts. You know, so I'm thinking like, oh, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't want to eat no African food because I don't know that that's foreign to yeah, me. Yeah, when you're a little kid, yeah, you're, it's foreign. I'm, you're you're finicky generally. Yeah, finicky generally. But then right. I'm like, oh, this is oh, this Same is banging. Thing. This is what my mom cooks. I watched um, a documentary series on Netflix called High on the Hog. High in the um, High on the Hog. On the Hog, okay. And it's basically educating on how, like, you'd be surprised on how much food, like all all of the Caribbean and a lot of American, even American food that we consider like uh, white, like America, like oh yeah, macaroni and cheese was invented by white people at some point, right? Like, right. and it's like nah, actually. Like it, I don't it, think America it, has it, its own it, food, it, right? It is, but it isn't. You, and nah, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless American we're talking, pie, unless we're talking about the indigenous, pie, indigenous I mean, people, right? Like, oh yes, yes. Yeah. So, so about yes, the, so, the Dutch settlement but, yeah, and all, all that, that. All yeah. that, and everything else comes. So like macaroni <clears> and cheese came from like the um a dude that was the the chef that was enslaved under George Washington, the president, the first president. Really, and his wife made a cookbook, but it was like. Everybody knew that George Washington's wife, Georgina, whatever her name is, right? Like she was not cooking. She was never cooking nothing. She, she was she was George Washington's wife. She was in the White House. Right. They were rich. They were they were already like set up. She wasn't doing no cooking. 
So it was the slave that was the chef that was really doing the cooking. So like when you look it. at when you look at the the cookbook that's her cookbook recipes, it's like nah. She had a bunch of ghostwriters. Ghostwriters, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like those are his recipes. So like a lot of this food comes from a majority of it comes from you know like a lot of things, right? Comes from Africa. You know what I mean? Like the the math and 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 sciences from a lot of things it, it all born in Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And a lot of our foods. We, you look at, I always try to explain it to other Caribbean people, like, right, like, everything in the Caribbean, whether you're in Cuba, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Jamaica ha uh, Haiti, uh, um, St. Uh, Thomas, uh, uh, and all that. All St. That. Thomas, Antigua, uh -huh. all, uh, all, right, uh, Bermuda, uh, Bahamas, all the islands, U.S. Virgin Island, whatever, right, all of the islands, they all eat the same way. Same way. We just right? call it different. It's and a little, bit of, a little bit of seasoning it's, it's, is different. Yeah, it's not. It's, there's difference in, right? So it's like whatever is the... We usually are eating... All of us are eating some type of rice and beans. So like in Jamaica, it's rice and peas. Rice and peas. In Puerto Rico, it's rice and beans. Right. Ajo con gandules. Right. Which Ajo is rice and, rice and peas. Exactly. It's, it's rice and peas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Gandula is a piece, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things where like it depends on which island you're on, which bean or pea in the is yuca. preferred. Right? Yuca, yeah, 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 All that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. um, is there, there, more than likely it's going to be like pig or fish because you're on an island. Yes. So fishing is like prevalent. Right. You know, so like that's why in in, in um in Jamaica it's aki and saltfish and in Puerto Rico it's bacalao. Lisao, wiginao. In Puerto Rico, <laughs> it's an empanada. In Jamaica, it's a beef patty. A dumpling. It's yeah, all the same yeah. thing. It's a, it's a pastry with pastry. meat inside beef the middle. Yes, yes, yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know. Finger food. It, and it's, it's all made the same, you know. And all that, right, usually stems from the slave trade. That's slave and, trade. And because all of us, that and was, the we were just different. Yeah. We were all just dropped off on different. Yeah, we um, had the, the Tainos that had their food. Yeah. And then the Spaniards had their traditional f food and then also in Africa. So they like yeah. combined yeah. all three yep. three elements together. I always try to say, like, right, dope. like, it's one of those things where, like, we all, right, like, the, like, I think that, like, growing up in New York City, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, Puerto Ricans that are, like, like, they look at, like, Spain, like, they're, like, we have something to do with them. And I'm very much so like I feel no kinship to Spain. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Like, we're like I don't, and, and I then, don't, I and don't. Then, and then they like they also like look that they're from Europe. Yes, they don't look at any of the countries that they conquered. Like they look at we, they, they look like, at us like bastard duns. children. Right, 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 right. Like, <laughs> like God, you not us. I've talked to I've talked I've tried to talk Spanish to Spaniards before. Uh, and they're like, it's, nah, it's, 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 it's not the it's same tough. thing. It's, it's not the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? With the, with the, and the, the, the yeah, I'm with like, the... yo, you just do different. Right, because I grew up in a family that had like, um, my father's one of 10. And like, most of them are boys. And all of them married like a different Latin American country. My father married a Nicaraguan woman. Okay. One of my uncles married a Guatemalan Another one married a Honduran. Oh, Another one married an Argentine. <laughs> right. So they all went all around. So it's like I I got like a pretty good ear from growing up around my aunts. So what's your nation? What's your nationality? Like my mother, father, your, your father, my father. Mother. They were all all the brothers were Puerto Rican. Okay, and right. Your mom? And then my mom is Nicaraguan. Okay. So okay. like they all married a different woman, right? Like they were all Puerto Rican, mother and father, right? 
then they they came to they migrated went, they, to the United States and they all you know America met a different 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 you know <laughs> different places right some of them in Philly some of them in Camden some of them in New York City and oh, then so some of them and then some of them married Guatemalan the Nicaraguan right and so like I all my aunts were from a different country right right so like I have an ear for like all these different. Like, like you said, the fifth and the date, it's really just different accent. It's, it's like America. Accent, accent, it's yeah. just America. It's like the United States of America, right? Where, like, you go down south and, like, that's a totally different accent than what we have in New We're York like City. American and, and, and Brit British. British. Yeah, so I would Australian. say, like, Spain, Spain is, like, the British of... And then even in, the even in, hour. and then even in, right, like, Ireland, uh, Scotland, uh, England, they all speak different same uh, language, uh, same language, different different, accents. different accent. And then once you go into UK and Ireland, they have their own like. Oh, there's a difference between Cockney and Limerick, and and people in London and and schools and this. Yeah, and I, gotta, I gotta learn and more about that. It's wild, different accents. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like the, the, the dialects, right? Like so, like even between New York, you're gonna have multiple dialects. And absolutely. Like, so absolutely, yeah. it's like of someone from 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 Paris and and someone from Haiti. Yeah, speaking you. the same language or but different. People, no, I'm from Quebec, and okay. when I speak oh, French, speak French. That's right. I, when, when I speak French, people in Paris, in particular, because the rest of France is a little more chill. But a people different are, dialect. Yeah, but also attitudes. So like the. Uh. France, uh, you know, it's it, the poorer areas will be one way, but whatever. But Paris is like mad snooty about it, so like they'll act like I'm not speaking French. They they understand me if they want to, but they will just act like I'm not speaking the same language just because my accent is rough. Well, that's how I speak that's to my, my, my Spaniard friends. Spaniard, yeah, right. yeah, they'll be like, "Huh, what's that?" What? You know, it's like, bro, you know, you, you know what I'm what saying, man. Stop bro. playing. Stop playing. <laughs> Shout out to my people in Barcelona, man. <laughs> and they, 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 they make fun of me all the time on my, on my New Yorkian accent. Right. Nah, yeah. We're. I mean, even right. Then there's. Then there's like what, like New Yorkian versus like Puerto Rico. Puerto oh Rican, man, I get it all the time. Like, I'm going. I'm going next week to Puerto Rico. Right. Oh, nice. Like my Puerto Rican family always laughs at all the different ways that I pronounce some words. And I'm like, bro, but at least I speak Spanish, yeah. son. You and and a, Port, like, a Puerto Rican, a New Yorkian will have like 50 flags, bro, in their crib. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I go to Puerto Rico, not one flag I no. see. <laughs> Only no. if you go to the plaza. I mean, they, you know, what I noticed the last couple times, I went in um, two times in 2021. Uh -huh. Like, I went two times out to Puerto Rico. And you know what I noticed more than anything? The black and white flag. The, the, oh the, yeah, that's like the, the like um, the revolutionary, revolutionary rebellion flag. Yes, rebellion. flag. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That flag, I noticed them flying it more and more. Like, yeah, because there's a lot of uh, yeah. I mean, they just finished. They just finished. They just finished taking over the government from their own governor in Puerto Rico, right? Yes, like during yes, pandemic. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Denuncia Ricky. Yeah. Yeah, Don, Don yeah, Ricky, yeah, right. Yeah, get and, him out of here. And and that's one of those things I can I can feel it. Like you can feel the vibes out there. It was very like you know like. Um, oh, so you was around that? that I went that, actually right? during. I went right at the tail end. When Bad Bunny and, and, and Residente Calle 13, they went on top of that truck and they started like right like, protesting. I went at the tail end, but after all that happened, but I went at the tail end of the pandemic, um, and. Uh, what I also noticed that was kind of crazy was, right, like, they just finished rebelling and all that, and yet and still during um, pandemic, at, they had a curfew, and, like, 
uh, in the curfew, like, because we were staying in San Juan, um, you know, which is a major city, right? So, like, they, they're going to, you know, uh, it's like New York City, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. the New York City. I'm pretty sure it was different in the Campo, right? Like, but, That's like, in, in the city, in the city, um, they were, the, the cops were doing, like, uh, uh, what do you call those? Where it's, like, uh, a like car cavalcade, like, 10 different car, like 10 different types of cars all at once type thing you know what i mean well, like, like uh like a 4x4 four four, a 4x4 poli four four police car a regular like a, a caravan caravan yeah, yeah, caravan yeah, yeah. a caravan of, of, of police vehicles right. uh, a police motorcycle the police truck their power. The, yeah like yo that's it it's 10 o'clock everybody we catch shut you down out city. here you you better not be yeah. in the streets you you better yeah. stay inside you get your ticket or go whip your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, I went downstairs to like uh, smoke blunts and shit because we didn't we were staying at a hotel, so like we didn't want to smoke up in the in the room. So like right. I went outside to to smoke, and they 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 didn't. You know what I mean? Like they were like, "Yo, when you're done, go back inside." You know what I mean? I was like, "No, nah, I already know." You know what I mean? Yeah, ballistic. Um, go back. But up. <laughs> but it's it's interesting, right? Of like that like dynamic where it's like they just finished rebelling. But they were willing to let the police, you know, do what they had to do to keep everybody safe. To the safe. I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if, if you subscribe to the idea of, like, that was what was best for everybody. Right. right? Well, you know. Debatable. Not too much with that. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not so much myself. Yeah, so, me neither. I'm so, not, I wanna, yeah, I won't touch something but I don't But there's, I other, but there's other people about. I know that for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always like to respect other people's shit. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like... That's why, like, I asked you at the beginning, right? Like, if you smoke weed, because I don't want to smoke weed no, in your up. space. No, get if right you, ahead. If you don't like smoke no, around you, right? right. I like to respect people's space. I'm always like, I can just go smoke when I'm ready to go smoke. Right. I can, I can wait to smoke. You know, what I mean? it's not a big deal for me. So, like, if everybody else is like, "Yo, uh, I'm worried for my life. I want the police to be riding around in the caravan <laughs> and telling everybody to be indoors." I'm like, "Hey, if you." I'm still gonna be in the right, like as a um, as a native New Yorker. I'm used to being in the um, in the know of things. Okay. So like, there, I, I watched this um thing one time where like Jim Jones, like Jim Jones, Robert De Niro, a bunch of native New Yorkers were asked, "What does it take to become like a, a native, like a a, a real New Yorker?" Uh -huh. To say that you're a real New Yorker for somebody who moved here, right? And like, they all had different like things that they said. Jim Jones said. You have to know at least three afties. Three athletes? Afties. Oh, afties. Oh, afties. okay. After hour. After hour spots, right? So that Like, because if you yeah. don't know no after hour spots, yeah. you don't, you're not in the know yeah, of in what's popping in the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you visit the city and you go out, you're going to think that the club is over when the club is over at 2 or 4 o'clock in the morning, whatever time they yeah, close, right? Yeah, you got to know. You got to have a little connect where you can get it to you, after. You know what time still, it is. You feel it you saucy. You want to go home. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have that call, that the callers on deck, you know. You yeah. so like I'm pretty sure that if I lived in Puerto Rico and I wanted to be, I could have been in the afties. Absolutely. So like I don't care if everybody else is getting pro police to stay indoors till ten, you know, by ten. That's for the people who want that. Yeah. I'm gonna be a part of the people who are, you know what I mean, doing right. what the fuck they want to do. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, forget about it. During the during during the quarantine, the pandemic era, I was in afties. Yes, that was like my life consisted of uh, of working on miniatures until I say twelve midnight. <laughs> we had to getting ready. We beat it up at two, 
And we partied, man. Nah, I know it wasn't it wasn't safe, but hey, listen, we were in curfew land. Yeah, we 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 were we were, no, he was, he was we were in literal time. curfew land, as in you were locked up at eight p.m. And I'm sure there were afties. But I was not a part of them. I was locked oh, in. I was in there. <laughs> That's Anything. the thing to remember, Holden, is I'm pretty sure that there was people in Montreal that was no, in the app. Dead ass. Yeah, everybody that's watching this. Because there's a lot of people that me. have, like, like let's say you had... Okay, like a vouch for me. I if you had a dog, these, right, you could go walk your dog. So there were, like, loopholes. And you, so there were people who had cards that let them go up because, like, if you were a delivery driver, you're an essential worker, so now right. you have a car. So there were people that figured it out. I just stayed home. Right, no. I, I I'm I'm gonna make sure that this on this trip, the last trip, the first trip that he had, um, I took him out uh around the city. Have you been to after? We did You been to before? I didn't oh, take him to after. Exactly. I was gonna say that like the first time I didn't really have the opportunity because I was focused on I forgot what it was. We were just not focused uh, on. Honestly, we were just. Cruising around, cruising doing around. like a checklist of these are all the things eating. to see. Eating, oh, oh, man. eating is the most important oh, thing. Of course. Eating is the most important thing when people come to New York City. Yes. It's for me to show them. It was more important for me to show him the difference between like a traditional regular New York City gas pizza and a brick oven pizza. Absolutely. Uh, I also wanted to show him like specialty pizza spots like Prince Street Pizza. Yo, and then, oh, you got to get the scars. Right? And then, and then uh, chopped cheese. Chopped cheese. And, yeah, and, chopped and, cheese was lit. And, and like all these other, right, like I, I took him to Little Italy in the Bronx so that he could have some real Italian. Yes. Yes. Absolutely took him to Cuchifritos. Absolutely took him to Cuchifritos. Absolutely. That was, that's also on the list. So I, I have different tours for different people right like i could take you on a whole pizza tour where like all we're doing is pizza i could take you on like a little Patsies, italy tour and it's, all, and it's all italian food i could take you on a on a spanish you know yeah. like like look like we're gonna eat one day we're gonna eat puerto rican one day we're gonna eat dominican one day we're gonna eat a whole eat, tour uh, a whole run Colombian, of right of, of nothing but that yeah right? but like when he first came i was like focused on trying to get him a little bit of everything yeah. So that he could have a full, a full, a full palate experience, right? And then um, the second time he came was a very limited run. Yeah, it was like it was in super and limited, out. super fast, it was quick, right? So it was super quick. So, um, so we didn't really have much time for you nothing. Could get anything one, in New York City, bro. This anything. one, this one, I'm not sure if the afties is gonna be tonight or Friday night, but we're definitely going to the afties. And then Saturday we're gonna be at the Vice Versus yeah, show yeah. thing. Okay. Um, in in Saturday, in Brooklyn. Yeah, Saturday yeah. we'll be yeah, in Brooklyn. Send me that info, yo. I got you. Yeah, I'll send yeah, you. Yeah. I'll send you flyers. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I'm definitely taking them to the afties. Yeah, definitely you gotta experience them to the it. Yeah, experience the yeah, afties. He, everybody, gotta, that's why everybody don't want to go home. Everybody's lit right, already. Right. And right. you're gonna you're the gonna come out like a vampire. doesn't start until two o'clock in the morning. At no, least, I, you know what I mean, bro. That was yes. I get the gist of afters. Right, right. <laughs> There's the afters we used to go to. Right, it starts and at four our afters that we're probably going to is gonna be like the strip strip club afters. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah, I've, been, I've been to a few of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because there's wild, a difference. There's wild. some afters that are really those just a bar, just a bar club that's just that just stays open until the like 9 10 12 in the next day right but like then there's strip like spots that are like this is the after like we open here at two in the morning for stripping and after bro. our uh, uh debauchery. my buddies bro yeah that's club and the afters will start at four in the morning bro right right which is also the four other in time. the morning all the way to like two in the afternoon right 
talking about vampire vampire style. vampire life and vampire. you got lawyers doctors yeah and, yeah uh, you know not just any guy random off the street no, you no, got no, professionals no. in there yes having the greatest time of their life right next right elbows rubbing elbows with by the way yeah yeah right, absolutely you are a bro a a uh, New York City native from Brooklyn. Yes. You're not in there with a shirt and tie. No, no, no. You in there low life though. Low life and you know what whatever, mean? Like, whatever like, is wrong. So but this is but this is the point, right? Like that's New York. Again, to bring it back to that melting pot. You can like, be with you hanging out with a with a dude with a suit. A bill a, a millionaire yeah. doctor yeah. with a millionaire lawyer. I would a lawyer right next he's to, all suited right up next and... to the guy who like, you know, came up or right next to a hustler. That's that. That's it'll like be a, a it'll be a drug dealer, a lawyer, a regular schmo, regular and, uh, schmo. And everybody just just and by schmo it could be like any job. No, maybe yeah, he yeah, does yeah, security, not, not, not a cornball. I'm yeah, talking about you yeah, know yeah. a regular yeah, yeah. average guy. Yeah, average yeah, average yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, average job, but definitely not the average guy, right? If you at that time, because if, <laughs> if you because if you have like if you're if you're making less than a certain amount of money and you're in that afty with yeah, with the business there, right? <laughs> nah, you you're you're in the you're one of those you're not a normal New York. You are making you're not a this normal. a priority. You might have a normal job. Oh yeah. But yeah. you still Superman in your office. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? You're like still... you the dude around your way that knows everything, that 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 links everybody with, with bro, this you, and with uh, that, you know? Bro, that that that's that's all types of people, man. All I types. know every like every type of person, bro. I know I know people that will go to a club broke. And they will leave out of there twisted, right? You know what I mean, right? <laughs> like, right, <let's... laughs> right, right. So it's just like it's how you move, shake yeah, your it's, bank. It's um, it's been fascinating to me to watch um, gambling become legal in New York City. Bro, right. I remember my cousin is so gambling crazy with the, with the gambling. Yeah. You He's got friends. Jersey. You got friends that yeah, no, nah, you got friends yeah, that, yeah. that they that now their whole life consists of of that. Yo, I got a group chat with my friends that we used to do a podcast, the the Bar Gang, and they on your first trip gambling still wasn't legal in New York, and now I the group chat that. went from like the group chat yeah, us talking about when we're linking up at the bar and all sorts of things. Uh, well, who's better like, than what tonight? Yeah, and all what? what and like probably like at least five of the ten people in the chat are like. Bro, that like, is it's like, a like, science. Like, These like, guys got it down to a science. Yeah, like crazy. my boy would be like, yo, um so and so is pitching today. Um, I'm not gonna bet on him because the temperature is is like the wind is blowing right. northeast <laughs> today and, and the, it's not gonna be it is it yo, and they go by like weather. They go by Yeah, no, how, it's crazy shit. Yo, no, it's yeah. like they got no, it, it like makes it's, a lot of sense, right? It's, it's like it's like card counting, but like with sports gambling. Do yeah, yeah. No, nah, I got I got, got friends that, that have all science, sorts of. Bro. I won't blow up those. those but he was no, telling me about. No, nah, I'm not betting that because the weather. Mm. Yeah, and then there's and then New what? York City, right? Like the other thing is right. Like I always tell people, like uh, you know, during pandemic, um, when we heard that there was gonna be like a vaccination card you had to carry, right? When before the cards even existed, and we just heard that you needed one. I already knew five people that were trying to sell me a bootleg one because New York is the, the kings of what? You have a rule? We're going to find a way around your rule or to capitalize off your rule. Yeah. So 
the same way that gambling had like we I have a hustle for everything. Chicks, right? There's food, there's hustles for like everything. there's hustles for like gambling now. Too. I, I had a hustle for making bus passes. Yeah. In, in junior high school. Yeah. Oh, so early. Yeah, yeah, bus passes. So I used to art, collect like, them from everybody when they're expired. I used to collect it for everybody. Let me get your bus pass. Let me get your bus pass, right? I used to hustle so signatures. It was about the color. Yeah. So I used to finesse it. So let's say uh, oh. June June would be pink, right? And so I'll collect all all year round. I was collecting from everyone. So, okay, the pink one was September left last year. So I'll cut it out, edit it, boom. <laughs> Hook it up. That's nice, crazy and though. I'll because that's essentially right. The beginning the bus of the you show. doing before, which, before Metro cards. But you were, that's like what you're doing with the miniatures. Oh yeah, with the miniatures. Yeah, only probably in a, I was in a different kind. Of, you would, you would, you're already starting. Yeah. Uh, like working with. So I like, have a question. Like just to like pivot back to that. I think I saw in an interview that you used to do the little diorama thingies when you were younger. And you yeah, I did. Got, I did that. Uh, I necessarily didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that that's what it was called. But when watching these um, GI Joe commercials in the era, the eighties and the nineties, they feed us so much commercials. That was the thing. That's toy companies would yeah. feed us so much Big commercials, time. ads. Big time. So in love with um, my friends with Ninja Turtles, Thundercats, uh, right. every eighties dope cartoon possible. So when they'll send you the 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 the, the cartoon, they show you the commercial. You see this. So background, for instance, on the um, what what, what caught me more was the Ninja Turtles, okay. because they had the buildings with the fire escapes. You see the smoke coming out the the wet streets. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. all that, I'm like, wow, it was to sell the toy, but they didn't sell none of that. You know, and if so they sold the little house, it was all plastic whack back shit. It so, wouldn't come with no fire escape. It looked it dope, looked it real. So. I, I was not really paying attention to the, to the to the action figures itself. It was more the background. So I was attracted to that. You know, so you started so, creating your own background. So with cereal boxes, right? I would make my own little buildings in my towns for the GI Joes and the and That's the Ninja hard. Turtles. So, but I didn't know that. Fast forward. 27 years, it will come to this. You know what I mean? No, but that's the yo. That's a lot of why we like to go back to the beginning times, right? Yeah. Because. I'd say nine times out of ten, when we ask people about their younger days, something they did as a hobby or a pastime yes. or a passion project yes. ultimately is related to I'm the gonna, re- gonna, Let me put that on. Um, Fair enough. Me, my yeah, not all good. It's all good. Even when we're not live streaming on the internet, they're still feeling like gang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check this. So going back to that. Yeah, it just kind of ties into why we end up interviewing the person. What Usually there's a correlation. Yeah, yeah, definitely because, see, I, I love Mr. Rogers. And in Mr. Rogers, they had they had miniatures. Yes, they did. Right? So every time I would see Mr. Rogers, I, it was so dope to me that I wanted to live in there. It was like a fantasy because that right. that's what Mr. Rogers was. It was like a fantasy. You, I wanted to be, I wanted to live in that world. With the miniatures, the trolleys coming over, but I knew already as a, as a child that that's not where I come from. Mm. So I go to Sesame Street. I watch Sesame Street, and that spoke to me more. Inner city, right? It was the the buildings were were, were dirty, rusty. Right. You know what I mean? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch, and, the- and you see all this colorful mm-hmm. um, melting pot. You know, so that spoke to me more. That's how you transition. That's why I love, you know, people be like, 
the Danny Cortez style. That's what that's what they 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 say. You know, fans. It's all tagged up, and it's not my style. It's 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 the streets. Is what it is. We take advantage. We pass by a ice box and um a pay phone back in the days, a mailbox, and it tells a story. Yep. You know, it tells a story without even you know without even noticing. You pass by this clean mailbox for like two years. Next, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sticker. It's a, it's a it's a it's a tag, and it keeps going. It's going. It going. It gets it gets put on this dope makeup of rust and 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 weathering. You know. It, everything tells a story from graffiti battles. Like, people were, right. oh, I got beef with so-and-so. Let me go oh, over. But it stays there, documented on these these New York City landmarks that, ooh, accessories that we call home, you know? Right. So there's a lot of stuff that we, we take for granted because I, I didn't see the way it is now. Now I look at things and I'll be like, wow, what, what can I do to that? Mm. Like, okay, that piece, I see. Okay, what can I use to make that, this building, you know, that style of brick? You know, right, and and now my fans and 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 that don't come from this world tag me all the time. Like, yo, I can't stop looking at a mailbox without thinking about you. Right. Uh, ice box, a bodega, anything, anything that has is has layers of graffiti, rust, and stickers. My fans is is, is taking pictures of it, sending it to me, and like, yo, I think you should make this. Like, they right. they, they engage, they with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're like a part of my journey. Right. Yeah. So right. It's, it, that's the dope thing. Like, I got. Uh, these rich clients, and they're like, yo, this is so dope. Like, I can't stop thinking about your work everywhere. Now, so I opened up their mind. Right. You know, so on your way, your commute to wherever you're going, you get to notice what's around you, their surroundings. So, like, people, I say this in a couple of interviews, was what's aesthetically ugly or disgusting to somebody to the to the person close-minded person is beautiful to me or you know because again everything tells a story right so that's i can summarize narrate everything into summarize. to what well, summarize know, everything to one yeah you know what um that's very new york though yeah like the like <clears throat> there's a couple things that makes me think about like um we we're just we're, we take people's worst nightmares, we chew them up, and we spit them out, and we give them an even worse nightmare. And that's part of the ugly. You know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Um, yeah. Like, we, we... So, like, the other day, I was having a conversation with, um, my, with a friend of mine, and we were talking about, like, something crazy about New York. You know what I mean? And, like, just how, like, people are, like, Elsewhere, people are afraid of certain things, right? And I was telling him that there was this documentary that I watched about, like, back in the 70s, the blackout that we had. And there was okay. this cop on a corner having a conversation with a reporter, informing the reporter that during the blackout um, in the Bronx, like, they found a beheaded, a beheaded gorilla. On Tremont and a hundred something, a beheaded gorilla something. during the blackout, right in the seventies. Yes. Whoa. So that is one of those things where, like, yo, your average person sees a gorilla and will run in the other direction. I would run in the other direction. Okay. 
Apparently, New Yorkers back they then beheaded a gorilla. Beheaded a fucking gorilla, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's New York. We will Whoa. take your nightmare. We will spit it. Got like, you. Oh, you okay, think, okay. Oh, you think that's the worst thing oh, that yeah? happened to you? Check this out. Check this out. Let me show you something. Oh real yeah. Quick. Oh yeah. You no, know? Check this oh, out. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's of New York. course. Of course. Oh New yeah. York. Like oh. You know? And and we just uh, appreciate. But I was gonna say that was the other part yeah. of what I was gonna say. We I remember growing up watching an appreciation for Vice before Vice was a news network or anything like that. I remember getting free Vice magazine. Wow. And um in uh uh what you call it? In, uh, uh no, what was the 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 um the record spot above um Fat Beats Papaya Fat Beats. Fat Beats? I would go to Fat Beats, uh, I would buy beats, whatever so. the fuck, you know, whatever it was that I was gonna buy at Fat Beats, right? And then I would always get like a free I would get the voice that was free, the village voice. The village voice, I love the village voice. The village voice. voice was free, and then I would get um Vice magazine. It was free and it was like pretty thick. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty thick I magazine. Some money and, behind in the, this. And, and, and in and in the magazine, in the back, they had a lot of what you were would refer to, I guess, as like um ads. Uh no, not ads. Um you would refer to it as like uh what is it? Like her- heroin chic? You know what I mean? Like naked like chicks, like like model like pictures of like models naked with like, like a pinup style. Like, like no, with like a arm, you know, like oh, like raw, like uncensored. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So it'd be like a, like, like an underbelly like, b- type thing. Underbelly, yes. Right. Under soft white underbelly. Soft white underbelly. Soft white underbelly before soft white underbelly right. ever in existed. Magazine style. Vice was he- was doing that in the magazine. Mm. Yeah. I remember that. Interesting I remember characters. that. And I remember being like, yeah, exactly. Interesting stories. Stories. Just different shit that nobody else was covering. The 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 tattoo lady that right, back right. when back when tattoos oh, were li- still taboo, dude. Yes, right. Yes, yes. Back when, because we live now in the commercialization. Yes, like, it's it's we used to live in a society it's a good where thing the you're where the that. people that were tattooed. We're choosing a certain life for themselves. Yes. Yes. Now, I agree. And I lived I lived that. Now, yes. I'm gonna we tell you a that. story real yes, quick yes. on that. And 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 now it's like the cool hip thing. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, it's like, part of your clothes. It's part of your fashion. Yeah, it's part, it's of, part your, of your fashion. It's part of the accessories. It's part of your fashion. Yeah. It has nothing to I do can't with, rock this without this tattoo. It has nothing to do with rebelling against society and rebelling against the way the the way that things are. Back then that was like a big voice to the world. Of like I'm not gonna yeah, play by rebellion. it was it was Rebel. it was telling it was telling the system I'm not gonna work by right. your rules right so get ready right don't even come at me that way the way that you come at other people because you see my neck tattoo yeah they're like, oh he can't be a society tattoos. he can't you be see, a society regular all working. these tattoos you know what time you're gonna be either working for yourself. Right. Or, or they can't get this job. I remember going to interviews and my mother would be like, hide your tattoos. Hide your tattoos. I'll go to tattoos. an interview yes. to get this job. And I, you know, some, I think I didn't get certain jobs because I had a right. tattoo. You know I what used I mean? To, I used to work human resources in my, uh, like, early 20s. You know, New York City, you get caught up doing all sorts of shit. I ended, <laughs> yeah, up yeah, doing, yeah. I ended up being a human resources manager for, if you're a big baseball fan and you watch the... Mets, right? In City Field at one point, they had Alliance Building Services 
on the back of the Alliance outfield. Building Services. Yes, the Alliance Building Services is is uh maintenance, right? Human, yeah, they did. They did. We had three different. We had four different. All sorts of different wings underneath us. We yeah, did, I we definitely provided had, security uh, for buildings. Yes, yeah, security. We provided maintenance for maintenance. buildings. Um, couriers, yes. and then we would even provide specialized skills. Like I, got a, cleaning, I had a job with them, like cleaning windows and shit yeah, like I had, that. I, I and yeah, and but we, I worked human resources for them, and that was something that like they taught me in the human resources was like when I would shake people's hands, right? Like give me, give me a hand, hold and shake my hand, right? It would, they would, they would teach me to to like oh, shake at a word. distance. So that I could get you to extend your arm so I could see if there's anything here. Oh, they were training you to see all sorts of little things. To profile people. Yeah, to profile people. Profile people. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, so that you wouldn't get a... Or so that you could be kept within certain rights. Yeah, so so what do you have in an interview? You you, know what to look out, to pinpoint. Yeah, so like um, just certain jobs were allowed, certain jobs weren't. And you know what I mean? like And like that was... You know their their codes that they were going by. Right. That was my last. Because that that's was how my, society was. That was my was. last nine to five corporate job. That I was like, yo, I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna die if I keep doing this. Right. I'm and you know, die. like, yo, this could be uh, uh, the next uh, manager here or an awesome employee. Yeah. And because I f- saw this tattoo on him, I just like had to like yeah, throw honestly, him away. Throw him away. And then and great. You people. don't know what you don't know what you're missing out of, bro. You don't know what you're missing out of. You're the, bro, the, the, you just, the uh, next best thing, like on. And, and you could be the you could be the person to revolutionize the company. Absolutely. You could be the person to revolutionize the company. Just for a, a, and, a, a and, choice and of life. And by revolutionize, I don't mean like oh to the detriment no, of the he, company. He could, no, I mean to like improve, be better, it, improve it and make it, it bring it into a, a new sense, a new a new without a doubt. And, and, and they'll get turned down. They'll get turned down. That's how society I mean, was. Too. You know, it's one of those things. That's the way society was. I feel I'm, I'm happy that we are no longer in that place. That's I also, true. I well, also do starting, miss a little bit, a little bit of place. it because it's getting ridiculous. I miss, too. I miss that that the people right like there's people that like are tattooed head to toe that I'm just like ah. like damn like okay but you dilute it. You don't yeah. realize it, but you dilute it. You know what I mean, Karen. Who lives in fucking Minneapolis? Might not relate to is that. Is not supposed to be tattooed out like that. She can be, but like it's confusing to the world, and you also dilute the message that the rest of the people that are sending that message, right? Like the motorcycle guys, motorcycle guys. Oh yeah, uh, they were rebellion before always. all that. And, yeah. they, and they, that's the, why they the had the beginning tattoos. Of it. Circus people back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I mean? You, so why did, why did, you, why did you get like, tattoos? What, 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 I get? Oh, yeah, because it was around down. me. It's around it was, I wanted to be... I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what it was. I thought I would, I would be... If I get this tattoo... I get looked uh, upon better. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. You know what I so, mean? So that's, how, that's how my mentality like, was growing up. From the environment yeah. that you were in. The, the environment I was, it was oh, my cousin got the opposite tattoo. impact of what corporate America feels about the tattoos. It's almost like, oh, you don't have tattoos, son. That's what it is. And more of rebellion. like Also, yeah. like, you're not supposed to have that. You know what I mean? So that yeah. was one of my rebellious stages of my life. But check this out. Fast forward that. Now that we're talking about, you know, with the shaking the hand of the, mm-hmm. of the way they were training you to look mm-hmm. out for these profiling points. Mm-hmm. It happened to me, but my but for my own grandmother. Oh, right. So I go to Puerto Rico. I haven't seen my grandmother in years. I was so excited to see her, and the first thing she said because I had this uh, 
wife beater on, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. right? New Yorker. New Yorker, you know? <laughs> I was like, what's up, grandma, grandma, what's up? She's mm-hmm. like, give me the hug. And she's like, oh, when you when did you get out of jail? Oh, right. that, that shit, it broke me. Right. I was like, what? What you mean? What are you talking about? No, you're all here with tattoos, with, with that garbage, get out of here. Right. Yeah, like, you, if you had, if, if, in her, her society, her way of thinking, Right. When she was growing up, the only people that had tattoos was, was, was in criminals. Criminals, right? You know, when I say, wait, wait, you you you're hiding out here in Puerto Rico or something, right? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> and that was the last time I had, I had a communication with my grandmother. Oh, that's crazy! Wow, was was through that? It was like, okay, I went back. I'm like, cool. I I left her house, came back to the states after vacation, right. and she passed. So oh. That's the only oh. thing. unfortunate. Unfortunately, that right. a tattoo and a way of thinking right. 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 would, like, you know... Keep you guys from really... Yeah, like, I wanted to chill with her and everything, but, right. you know, she was like, oh, I got to go to church. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... No, it... You can't come to church with that. Yeah, you can't come to church there. with that. I'm like, oh, word. You know, you know okay. I, I'm very forgiving of my parents and our parents' parents and our parents. They're, they're, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, new age shit that, like, I'm like... I'm I'm always in the middle of things. I'm always like, yo, I'm not extreme of anything. And uh, I feel like uh, our parents, they just lived in a society that was yeah. what was expected. That And they, they, they were so trained by the people that created these societies that they didn't realize that they were trained. You know what I mean? Yeah, I look at, facts. I look at, I look at us, right? Uh, like the people of like, uh, like Latin descent, right? Um, ethnicity, and I'm like, I feel bad for us. When I look at, um, you ever see the, you know, uh, the Hakka, the like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, his people. This is um, uh-huh. Oh yes, like the oh, Samoans. Yeah. Samoans yeah. and 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 also New Zealanders. New Zealanders, yes, right? yes. Uh-huh. And, and all of them, they have this like that, this dance that they do they, like, when somebody passes away. Oh. When somebody either passes away or when somebody yeah. gets married and, and they, 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 they got chant and, and all this, I'm like, yo, we're not supposed we're supposed to have something like that. We lost it. Right, right. By right. doing this, by doing Papa Hijo Espiritu Santo, that's that it, it, it wiped us it took us all took away our from culture all away. Yeah. We became we became under the 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 enslavement of the conquistadors from yeah, Spain that brought the that religion to us, the to, our, to our ancestors, and and took away what we had Man, so because, because we were supposed convert, to, we had die. we had our own shit like that. You know what I mean? Like we had our own chants and gods of everything. Every all the cultures had gods of everything. You know, in Egypt, in in the uh, in the Americas, uh, what we know as the Americas now, in, those, in these lands, in Asia, all all the lands had multiple gods of everything. We yes. worship the god of the sun, the, sun, the god of the earth, the hurricane, the, 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 hurricane, yeah, the lightning and the thunder, everything, the, everything, the, everything uh, in in, in certain right. Like you, you admire certain animals because you you know that you can get. Poison from certain animals, but you also know that you can get the vaccine from that poison back. Even back then, they knew all that shit. Yeah, you know I mean? they were well educated. It's they were just, artists too. Yeah, they were artists. They were communicating with they the were, world with 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 different tribes through through art. Through art, absolutely. You Facts. look at when you look at the world, the oldest standing 
artifacts and things, right? Like the pyramids yeah, and stuff like has that. It, uh, Easter all, Island has. That's all. That's all. Like on mostly like uh, uh, cultural lands. So like the pyramids of Giza in Egypt, on Africa, right? The pyramids of Machu Picchu and mm-hmm, all this mm-hmm. in, in Latin America. The pyramids in, in China, Mexico. they they all connect to like mathematically. Man, yeah, line, they're lined like up. Stars, they're lined up with uh, with man. with each other on Earth, like mm. a perfect triangle. And how there was no and there was no. But know. but yet the conquistadors and the enslavers of like yeah, the, but they also the, like torched all these libraries and stuff, right? Oh, and they wiped us. Our, so like our, we, our we yeah, literally yeah no have, that's what they did specifically like, in the Latin America. And then like they whitewashed it, right? So that we all think that everybody back in the day is dumb. But then you really go look at like the entire. Yo, back, like the what you were saying, the Mexican area once there. Must be true. The way that all that stuff is connected in just the architecture and the like, the Come way on. they they fucking managed water and did all this crazy mm-hmm. shit, and then like, yo, they had like revolutionary technologies for the era, I, and I believe they may have even had electricity at that point. Probably yeah, they had did. The water Here's running. the thing: is that we don't we think that because we lost the knowledge of it, right? Like, there's no. There's no, we, we were saying to him, I was saying to him, uh, I was bigging you up, right? And talking about how, like, I'm like, we interview a lot of artists, musical artists. Yeah. I'm not, I don't ever disrespect anybody's craft. Everybody's craft to me is very important. I love to watch. I was just sitting back watching a, a, a 10 minute video of a guy working a grill at like, a restaurant or like a, a probably like a Waffle House type of thing, you know. He had right, he right, right. Breakfast. But the art of your the way that you do it, the passion, the, the passion. Mm, yes, I love that. Yeah, I respect everybody's art, right? But like in particular, I was like saying to him, I'm like, yo, you know what Danny does? Not to like knock or put things on a level, but what you do, right, is a different type of art and. Sometimes that stuff ends up... Leonardo, we don't have a hit record from Leonardo da Vinci's time that still stands the test of time. You know what I mean? There's no, on, like, hit record that I was, like, wanna, the, the yo, song, the, the comment, bop from yo, back then, for, you know? For the, for the, just for the engagement, why, if you're watching this in the future and you do know the hit record from, from yeah, da Vinci's Yeah, there might era, be. There might put be, that there in might that be, comment. Yeah. Yeah. There might let be us luck. know in the comments. Let, let us know. Let us know in the comments. I might be wrong. There might be like a, uh, uh, there might have been piano already and, 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 you know, and, definitely and piano people, and people, orchestra um, and you know, yeah, you know, but like, that, I, I don't feel like there's like really like something, but his, but the art still is admired and respected. And, and his blueprints of his, his invention. Yo, his blueprints of years. is wild. Blueprints. Yeah, no, I, I specifically mentioned Da Vinci because he wasn't just, it wasn't just painting. He dealt with stone and and inventions. Yeah. He was just and, dope and, at everything. And everything. 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 And a lot of hidden messages. Hidden messages. Like, codings. Day. Yeah, nah. Day. Super. Yeah, nah. But you know that is there's something special about art. You know, and artists, and you know, and as a society, like you said, even going back, right? Like we communicated as a people back then through art. Through art. Yeah. Simple. And there and there clearly was communication between yeah. all those people. And all those lands for there well, to be like... Of, I mean, there was definitely like wars and shit, right? So like you guys have a bunch of art over here. And then this army would come over and take over this land. They'd jack all the art, bring it back to their place. Then they'd come over here, steal all the art back, 
and it would just be like you'd create art and it would get stolen through art yeah, and, and it why, would travel and why across the world it? like that. Because it had value, value already. Value it, it always had a value. Always like had even value. back then, everybody yeah. knew, let's not destroy all the statues. Let's make sure to jack the statues. Yeah, well, you think they, 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 they conquered our, our homeland for the gold. And, I mean, and I think that statues are rougher because statues are, they weigh too much. So they wouldn't. No, I mean, if anything, ass, man, usually... back in the Persian times, like this wasn't random for me. Back in like those far back when they were conquer the shit because it would be like an insult statues are like your historical and political right, figures historical and a lot of time and money so not only did we conquer you we took the image of your mans and we're degrading him over here by putting him over there in a like lesser right, cool spot right, right right so like they really or, would do or all this it shit up and just chop the head off right because that's what they did with the sphinx <laughs> yeah. right the sphinx like they chopped off the nose you know what i'm saying like right because they don't want you to like, it's like humiliating as a, as a, in the future. Like this, right. is how, you know, we leave it. Yeah. It's like buffing somebody. Buffing somebody. Like do right. a beautiful mural and somebody yeah. comes disrespects it. Disrespects you. You know what I right. mean? So that was going on. Right. So what are you talking about? Pre-election's exactly. time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, these are big facts. These are big facts. Yo, Danny, we we were just going on conversation. What? Usually we follow like a, a program and we like climb through the Oh, years, no, I love it, right? man. But like what? What? Tell me what junior high and ju- high, yeah. high schools you went oh, to. Oh, I went to, I went to, let's start with elementary. I went to PS120. Uh-huh. Yeah, in, in Bushwick. Then I went to uh, junior high school, I guess 49. Uh-huh. That's in Williamsburg. Bushwick, you know, borderline. Okay. In the famous Graham. Okay. Where they call it Graham. Uh-huh. <laughs> Graham. Uh-huh. Where they try to switch, <laughs> they try to switch our, uh, our, our sign. Right. They try to take out, just leave it Graham instead of Graham of avenue of puerto rico they try to take that away from us right mm. you know but us passionate you know latinos did not like, let that happen and did not nah you gotta put that right back up buddy put that it right wasn't right a mistake it was a mistake put it right back because you said it was yeah. a mistake but anyway so after that I went to uh bushwick high school not too far from here word it's irving, you're, Street, you're, irving you're, i see a pattern here you're, yeah. you're a Bushwick kid. Bushwick kid, but I, I was raised um, also in Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. Yeah, because we yeah. moved to the Bed-Stuy. I, I hear a lot of that from um, Brooklyn people. My wife is from Crown Heights. Well, I'd say that she's from Crown Heights because when I met her in, you know, high school age, right, uh, she was living on Crown Heights, but she's or is she, she claims Bed-Stuy because she's like, she grew up there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's where she grew up. Like yeah. so, she's like, nah, like you met me in Crown Heights, but I'm, I'm from Best Style Girl. You yeah, know what so I mean? it's where I grew up at. It's funny because I grew up in like Murder and Broadway, and that's the other side of Bushwick. Right, right. So let's say we got Murder and Broadway, uh, Melrose, Belvedere, Arian, Locust Park, right? Mm-hmm. But if you cross the street to the other side, you're in Best Style. So it was the the the, the J train would divide Bushwick and well, divides not. Right. Used to divide, but the tracks would divide the Bushwick and Best Eye, so it's like I was raised in both sides, but now we on this side. So Bushwick and Best Eye, right? That's what that's what Danny Cortez is from. It's, yeah, nah. It's so right there. I know I, I, everybody knows me for Bushwick, but I claim Best Eye too. Best Eye, Casiasco, Casiasco, Kid, Stye Kid, Wick, yeah, <laughs> a Bush Die. Right, Bush right, right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, facts. But yeah, all all my school was in Bushwick. Though. Word. But. So, so, what was what were the what was the progressions as you right like 
you did all those things as a kid, right? Yeah, so like you're playing video baseball. games. Uh, oh, comic yeah. books, comic books, cartoons, cards, cartoons, trading cards, baseball. Um, you were into all that. Yeah. Nintendo, right? Uh, Genesis, so, two-hand touch, two-hand touch with the right, football, two-hand touch, right on the block, right? You know what right, I'm saying? Did everything. Right. Crate basketball. As as the age, as you kept going, what? Which were they all? You kept on doing all of them. Yeah, uh, mostly baseball and music. Baseball, yeah, and music. because I come from also if they. Uh, Everyone that's watching this, they know me as a lot of people in the music world mm-hmm. know me as Chavito. Chavito. That's like my nickname in the hood. Word. Right. But I grew up with Chavito. Danny Cortez is, is the art artist. Right. The artist. Yeah. So, but in the music and in the streets. So, hold on. In it's the Chavito. They call me Chavito. So, you did music as well. Yeah. I do Spanish hip hop. Spanish. That's yeah, lit. So, El Ruj Reggaeton, but more Spanish hip hop. Word. So, yeah. how did you get into that? Oh, because um, my mom's were. Every summer, she would throw me off to, to growing up to, to Puerto, Rico, Puerto Rico, right? And um, my brothers would always show me these 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 cassettes, Playero mm-hmm. 37, 38, uh, mm-hmm. Guatauba, DJ Nelson. Like, let's so real quick, let's yeah. give a little bit of background on those. So like, yeah. Playero is like DJ Playero, DJ Playero, yeah. and the um the the those. Tapes right, thirty one, yeah. thirty six. Yeah, yeah. These are like the volumes, mixtapes. essentially. Mixtapes. Yeah, it's like a this is like DJ Clue, DJ Clue. Yeah, yeah. The, but you know, Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rico styles, Puerto Rico style. This is before the word reggaeton and was before there, reggaeton before existed. existed. Exactly. It was called and it was underground. Just, and right, and it was just because it, it wasn't yes. reggaeton. It was, was rapping reggae because because the sound back then was a very um, boom bap hip hop type of rap uh sound uh-huh so like the new york boom bap old school hit like so where the beats were at in rap is where the so, beats were at would, in puerto rico so let's rap. say but also wanna... with, the, with the with the loop in the reggaeton loop is there was like, like um, um shabaranks and whatever was going on in the early 90s like the rich right. girl beat right. uh spraga bands beanie uh beanie beanie man right. all that that's what you know we would jack it because they used to come with instrumentals the, the the vinyls yes. everything yes. so they would take that instrumental mm-hmm. and rhyme over it right, right. Yeah. part of it your question yeah, it was gonna be just like do you have artists that you could list because for the people that aren't from here they're gonna want to like you know yeah absolutely absolutely um mexicano uh michael emmanuel hector litito um bebe what um, was the what was the song back then the first one that really right like the same way that like there's one that sparks you with hip hop. Right. There's one that sparked you for the Spanish rap. Okay. Yeah. What was the one? Got you. What song was that? All right. So I heard this Playero 38. When uh-huh. I goes, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, todo quiere fumar. Por eso marico. That record. Yes. I heard that. Yes. I was like, whoa, this is dope. Yes. I was like, okay. Yes, I heard the Vico C or, and the, the Ruben DJ, all that before that. But right. this was like, I was like, it was different. It's like reggae. Fast pace, and but it wasn't until '96 when I took a trip to Puerto Rico, and my brother popped in a cassette of Guatauba. Guatauba was a, a mixtape, a compilation album. That's what it was really compilation. I was back then. It was Tony Touch, so I could relate off the bat because Tony Touch from Bushwick. So I'm like, oh, right. he's, and he was he was Tony. This is Tony Touch on fire on his. Pete, right. Tony Touch. Word. 1996. Word. I'm like, 
Tony Touch is is is, is out so here. So Tony Touch was out in Puerto Rico yeah, participating already. in the mixtape right. scene out there. Right, he's a pioneer in the reggaeton world. Wow, that people, a lot of people don't talk about that word. So I mean, um, that's Nico a Canada, Thank you. And yeah, yeah, he's definitely a pioneer in the reggaeton world. They should definitely give him more more props for that. And um, so what was the question again? I'm already in my mind um, went uh, a little the, the the first song that really like. Oh, okay, so yes, um. This artist, artist named Mexicano. So my, my, my brother pops on the tape. I'm like, yo, dude, this is dope. Because it has like a New York sound. Mm-hmm. But it was with his own flavor. It was spitting fast. It was So I, I, could, I could relate. It sounded like uh, boom bap, right. reggae, a little bit of dots effects, a little bit of bone thugs. Right. You know, and then next, you know, you play the next record, you got KRS-One in it. Word. You play the next one, you got Craig G in it. You play the next one, it'd be Daddy Yankee, Ray Piring. So I'm like, this 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 album had East Coast rappers, mm-hmm. English American rappers, and then also in Puerto Rico. I'm like, how did that, that connect? Why am I missing out on this? How, why I don't know about this? Right. And taking that trip to Puerto Rico made me discover, like, yo, they put the American artists and the Puerto Rican artists together in one album. That is dope. Right. Fast forward that a year later, they did the same thing. This is the guy, this is Elia de Leon, which he had Boricua Guerrero. So now Daddy Yankee, before Daddy Yankee before. had uh, Gasolina, right. he had an album, he had a record with Nas. Wait, with Nas? Nas, Escobar. Nas, Escobar. 1997 Nas. What? Yes, That's this is Belly Nas. What? Yes. When? I'm what? looking this up right now. Boricua Guerrero. That, Google it right now. I'm doing it. I'm YouTube doing it. it. Boricua. Oh. It was called The Prophecy. And it's from 2000. No, the great, it's on the great. No, it's a 1997 collaboration. Thank you. Wow. Yes, wow. I got to live that, experience and that. With Daddy Yankee Daddy Yankee was already recorded with Nas. That's serious. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you guys were, you know. Play that record when you get a chance. I know you can't play yeah, it no, now because Yeah, no, listen, we ask because, like, this, this is all a part of, like, you'll see when we do put out the interview, you'll see what it is that we're trying to do. Yeah, and, yeah. No. And this is going to be a part of it. Yeah, Check it out. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of absolutely. history. I come from, from I know a lot of history of the Spanish hip hop. What's up? That's a hard clip right there. That's a clip. Yeah, that's a clip right there. And then also in this album... Also the Tony Touch thing. For the Tony Touch. Like, no, that's no, a, he's definitely a pioneer in the... Yeah, in him the being a pioneer. Movie. These are things that, like, people don't speak about enough, right? Like, that's why I like to talk to my friends, because it's like, yo... And this is why I like to have these conversations, because there's a wealth of knowledge in amongst my friends, specifically in New York, that like it's criminal that the world's unaware of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And things that like most people don't know. Like if you never partied at Limelight, then you would not know that H.R. Geiger, the guy that invented that did the the alien um figure for Aliens the movie, right? Okay. The special yeah, effects yeah, guy. Yeah. He did statues for Peter Gation inside Limelight. Whoa, Club, look at that. Right? Look at that. These are things just, that are just like, right now. these are things that are just like, yo, New York shit. You know what I mean? New York like, shit, it's just, yeah. It's just like, you either know learning. or you don't know. You don't and know. 
Or are, you, are you gonna know? Or are you gonna know? <laughs> and I like to sit and talk with us because it's like, yo, you'd be surprised what you find out. Oh, no, this, this is history of music, and you know, history of music. We all right. did Facts. music, and we all still come from music, right? Um, in this same compilation album by Elias De Leon, which he is responsible of signing Tego, uh-huh. he discovered uh, uh, Calle Trece, um, Joely Randy, a bunch of a bunch of artists. Elias De Leon, shout out to Elias which also represents Bushwick. He was the one that was bringing all these artists from Puerto Rico out here. But in this same compilation album, Boricua Guerrero, The First Combat. Um, so you got Nas. He was he was putting artists from Puerto Rico that was popping mm-hmm. with the artists out here that was making noise. Right. So he, he put together Nas and Daddy Yankee, KRS-One with, I forgot who KRS-One was with, Yavia Busta Rhymes. Uh-huh. This is on that same album. You got Busta Rhymes in there. Big Pun. Fat Joe. Uh, Q-Tip. Crazy. Yo, this sounds like the kind of album that... And this is 1997. Like, weirdly, this sounds like the type of album that I should have heard of by now because it is all these names Main that... Like, but everybody growing up I in know, New York City and going about. back and forth to Puerto Rico. So I love the the the, the Spanish... Music, reggaeton, Spanish hip hop mm-hmm. from Puerto Rico, and I also love my New York City hip hop. Right, you know what I mean. So I got grew both up, worlds. You grew up, no, you grew up with the. Listen, this is a privilege that you that you that you're speaking about. I right grew up going to Puerto Rico, but um, unfortunately, right, like the family that I had, I didn't have. I had young. I had. Young, older than me cousins in Camden, New Jersey, and Camden. Philly that will put me on wild, like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, wild, crazy. You know, uh, uh, shit. Right, putting me on. But like when I would go to Puerto Rico, you had no one to, to no explore. no the, the 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 cousins out there were they. I had a couple cousins that had Down syndrome. Right, like love them, but they weren't gonna be yeah, able to put not, me. On. The, the they mix. weren't gonna people put be able to put me on to. They yeah. weren't, and then the cousins that I did have that was out there that was young, they was like in the like in the campo, and they wasn't. They were like they were camp, campo kids, right? Right. You know what I mean? Like they were good campo kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like they weren't trying to get. No, they didn't, they didn't, brother, they didn't, they didn't the even care about rap and What's hip hop. They cared about the, yeah, the, the 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 Spanish salsa. Campo kid. Campo campo is like village kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, village like, you know, like, like in like sticks. Like local, if you're sticks, boondocks. Rural kids. area, right? Rural area, yep. Yeah. Yep. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. the mountains. Country kid. Country, country kid. Country, 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 country kid. There we go. Country, country, country kid. Country kid. So yeah, I'm for the country in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, my family too. Yeah, a lot of Because my family's from Añasco. Beautiful. Añasco. Oh, that's not too far from. Yeah. I'm from uh, uh, um, the youngest town in Puerto Rico. It's like 50 years old. It's What's Florida. Okay, okay. It's next to... It belonged to a sector of... Manati and Barceloneta. Word. I already yeah. know Manati is, I yeah. think, one of my... So I have a bunch of, tons of family yeah. in Manati and Barceloneta. There's something that I can't Arecibo. remember that's in Manati, but, like, I know my family took me, my little sister. But, yeah, the point being, I didn't have that, pri- like, the privilege of being able to have the same experience that I had in New York City, of being hip to the hip shit in, in, in New York City, in Puerto Rico. Mm. So I didn't have that experience. 
So you having yeah, that experience yeah. so is like that's a privilege. I have a that's bunch a of cousins. Like yo, that was a blessing for you. I had a bunch you. of you know cousins I mean? that was, was with the shits in PR. With the shits. My yeah. certain age, a little that's older. That's what it takes. It takes you know, for somebody to be with the shits. My brother was in the mix, yeah. and, and he was out there in the street yeah. hustling and bustling, doing yeah. what he had to do. And this was that. This is their song. While we listening to. To Jay-Z, Nas, and everything out here, they listen to Mexicano, Rey Pirin, Chesina, Don Chesina, and everybody out there. So Word. picture this album, a New Yorican kid going to Puerto Rico and loving both worlds. And now you have this compilation album with with with, with the dopest artists from the, from, from the East Coast, with the dopest artists from Puerto Rico. And so you were saying that the Mexicano song was the song oh, that it, really... It, 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 it that, sparked that, the that interest sparked of me enough to pick up the pen because Word. the way he was flowing. So it sounded like a, like if you're doing reggaeton, but he sounded like Bone Thugs, and then he sounded Word. like 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 a Kuji rap the way he was multi-syllabling his flows. Word. So I had all like, yo, this is this is this dope. Is dope. So I was like, I started picking up the pen. I started uh uh, uh writing, Word. And, and then I started recording. And my brother kept putting me onto more stuff. Like yo, sending me cassettes from Port from Puerto Rico. This was popping before they out here. Mm -hmm. And the records they was just already two months old out there in PR. Right. So he was sending me all the gems. Yeah, everybody has their own, you know, like I always try to, like, <clears throat> you know, we, growing up in New York City, we tend to have a lot of, especially if you do rap and you rap like a traditional New Yorker in English, right, where like you do boom bap and shit, <clears throat> like there's a very, a lot of times with a lot of our, like, you know, age group friends, there's a lot of like close-mindedness to like anything other than that. Mm. style of hip-hop and personally speaking i always was the new york kid that was into me and pen poison pen shouts to poison pen we're talking about this we're like uh we were into like i was into like the alcoholics oh yeah and, yeah yeah so like i was not just into just new york shit i was into six mafia yeah i was into everything from everywhere so like you know that like is another thing that is just like I appreciate that everybody has their twist on hip hop. Yes, we were the we were supposed to make what we made. Other people in Miami, they did Miami bass. Right in New Orleans, <clears throat> they did bounce. In the Bay Area, they did like a a different sound than what they did in LA yeah. area. You know what I mean? And Every, it's all hip -hop. Everybody, yeah, but it's all hip hop. All hip -hop. Everybody got to put their their twist. Yeah, I don't want you to do what we're doing in New York, right? Because back because. We already doing that. I already got I already got me and I got yes. everybody on my block and I got everybody in my city doing this New York shit for, you know, I think that now it's kind of cool because young people changed it up, right? Mm. So like young people like they you have more like ASAP Rocky growing up listening to UGK now. Right. So now you got a Harlem kid with like a Texas sound and like New York swag. And like a New York swag, but like Cali and uh, chop uh, uh, visual aesthetic with like the, the well, you got Texas some low riders sound. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but with a Texas sound. Right, right. And then you got Kendrick Lamar, who's got like uh clearly from the West Coast. Multi-syllable you know I mean? boom back but, style. Like multi-syllable New York lyricism, lyricism. Style, uh, love, but with like a bone thugs and harmony flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Midwest flow. That's you know what I'm saying? I, that's why so, like, I grew up. That, that, but but this is you were you were you were already yeah. at the cutting edge of that yeah. back then. Because the source told me to to, to listen to them. That's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Wait, source, the source. The source. The source magazine. magazine. Mm. Me being faithful to the source magazine. Word. And we'll have a, a ad from, from UGK. 
Right. You will have an ad from from Jay Z, another ad from uh, from Snoop, the right. West Coast artist. So you you oh, if, right. if they're here, it must be dope. Right, right. Let me check it out. Right. You know, and um, and that's what it was, man. I was listening to so like I was discovering these artists. What's that? This artist that spit fast, super. Super fast? Independent, twister? not Twister, but Twister, yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's Tech Nine. Top Tech two. Nine. Tech Nine. Yeah, right, I saw right, a, right, uh, right, right. Uh, in the ad, in the back of a source, the guy's like a super independent, yeah. rich Forbes artist, bro. Now, now. Yeah, now. now. Back right. then, he, because I remember, I remember being on tour with Brian McKnight for the Back at One tour with the promo team. Right. Promo van, right? And, um, he came up to us in the van, trying to, get, trying to get it where we were in whatever his city is. That's I don't like know exactly what his city, city is. Kansas like, City, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas city. city, yes, Kansas City. <laughs> and um, he literally came, but he was he wanted us because I guess he thought that we'd be able to like pass it on to somebody. You know what I mean? Um, but he came he up. He was on the grind before he met his. This is what I'm saying. He was already grinding back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, 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 yo, who's coming? He was clearly on it. Like, who's coming into town? Yeah. Okay, I know that. Uh, and uh, he must have had somebody at the hotel because we were at the hotel with the van. Yeah. So they must have. He must have had somebody there. Told him, called him, or he must you have see, already been staking out that hotel. Back then. But this is what I'm saying. You like had to the, be the, out the, there. We had to be outside. Remember, you had to create. Yo, that's actually. that's like a really one yeah. of those interesting things, right? Because like. Music marketing is a hot topic to a lot of people, and it always revolves around the internet and stuff. And one of the things I'm realizing as like COVID has ended in Montreal and uh, we're out again is that you get so much more bang for your buck just being in a bar. Like just last night, I met so many people following on Instagram, this, that, the next thing. And it's like, yo, honestly, this is a lot of you don't even know who you're meeting situations and you're creating these opportunities down the line. That doesn't necessarily exist in the online world. So the idea that Tech Nine had to go stake out hotels and shit True. to maybe and we're, he's been doing this since the mid nineties, like till like he only got rich what like two thousand seven eight. Mm-hmm. So there was a yeah. good ten years of his career where he was like grinding that shit out. <clears throat> Word. So yeah, you were, I was doing the same so thing out here. Yeah. Let's get back to I the story. Every little so what were you little so, bar so restaurants. you so to bring it back you. Get put on to make to this one to this it, world. Let's, let, let's be specific again. The mixtape was what was it called again? Uh, Guatauba. Oh, the one I'm talking Gua- about. Guatauba with, with Guatauba numero Guatauba uh, volume one, volume one. And Boricua Guerrero. And Boricua Guerrero. Uh, yeah, Puerto Rican warrior. And so that makes you want to rap. It makes me want to rap because I got both. That's the name of the song from the name of the album. The name of the album. Yeah. What's the name of the and song? The name of the song is the name of the song. The Mexico one with uh, Mexicano. 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 Is, Isla de la Muerte on Guatauba. Word. The island of death. Isla Word. de la Muerte. Word. That's on the Guatauba. On the and album. then on the Boricua Guerrero was the uh, Daddy Yankee and Nas record. Right. The Word. prophecy. The prophecy. And these songs are what make you. Like, I could pen. do this. I love this because I, I got both coaches. Because I always loved hip hop. I always, right. in, in back of my mind, of I'm like, I want to rap. This. I want right. to rap. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Everybody, my, my cousins rapped. We had Everybody birthday parties. We in the whole Like, even if you don't rap in New yeah. York City, you end up with a rap. 
Yeah, but it was rap. something like I a knew rap. I was nice. Like I knew I was nice. Like like I was just that people started, know you for. Yeah, people would like I knew. Like if I was to write and, and, and take this serious, I could go somewhere with it. Right, right. That's that was my mentality in the early nineties. Early nineties. But I was like, too. yo, let me do it in Spanish though. Right, you were already I on it. Like, on yo. it. I saw the future where everybody's like, yo, that, that Spanish shit is corny. Yo, that shit ain't going nowhere. Yo, my, shout out to my boy Cuzzo, my brother, my brother Cuzzo, childhood friend. He, we had this conversation not too long ago. He was like, yo, remember I used to tell you that shit is whack to leave that, that shit because yeah. Spanish hip hop was corny. I didn't like it. Yeah, a lot of people did. I didn't like and it. And I told them, I, didn't I like told them it. this. Remember, but it's also because you. you don't, right? Like, it's that. It, it, like, that's why I specifically say, like, it, if I had cousins that would have been popping in Puerto Rico yeah. and, and yeah. on to the popping shit, the way I had cousins in Philly and Camden that were on their popping shit, right? Like I would have been able to get put onto it, but like if you're not, if you're not, then you you don't get to experience it. It's different. Like I, I already been loved um, reggaeton by the time I went back in 2021, right? Oh just, yeah. Just like I you're had already saying, like yeah. no, I'm saying I had you already missed that whole wave. No, I had already no, I had already started fucking with it by then, okay. right? By by 2021, right? But um, but like. There's this difference when I partied at La Perla, bro, and that vibe there, it was like nah. I still even when even when I loved reggaeton in, on my own before being and experiencing it right. at La Perla, I didn't. You don't understand it. It's the same thing as New York City hip hop and the way that people like it until you experience it like at EO Dub or at a certain place. And you feel the vibe, you feel the energy, you feel that old New York yes. coming back. You don't experience it that way. Yeah. Everybody's, the way that everybody curates their form of hip hop, you have to experience it in their city. Yes. With the people. Yes. Or else you don't really get the full yeah, experience. It's like in Texas, there's a, there's a, it was a big uh, chop and screw. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's not even, it's not exactly. Even you're, it's like, you're in Texas. Every little city yeah, has their own Everybody's style. got their own little and thing. It's not, it's not even just hip hop. It's like, it's hard to appreciate techno and dance music if you're never not gone to like a club. Like it's, yeah, right, it's right, not, right. It's not head bopping headphone it's a, music. It's, it's just a culture. It's a culture. Well, it's always, I always a I, I, well, ride I mean, around. I ride on a train or but anywhere. Like, here's the thing: I didn't even like the music. Going, I'll be walking. But then, like, yeah. listening I did, to that party I, I, club. I felt right. a way about it, and then I raved and after raving and, and you know doing some mollies and shit. Yeah. All of oh, a sudden, you mean expanding? Yeah. And then okay. all of a sudden. Now I appreciate the music. And now you can listen to Cause, it at any time. Because, like, I get it now, but you don't get it until you feel the bass and a giant speaker and the lights is crazy. Right. And... Yeah, set the mood. Set the... Yeah. Yeah. Until it's curated for you the right way, like right. art. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, you got to experience things kind of sometimes. That's why I also, like, there's certain... Like, right, like, uh, there's vibes all the time. Look, that Drake album that he put out a couple, uh, Honestly, a couple never albums mind. ago... Honestly, never mind. Uh, Everybody we, we, didn't really like it. The the one What's that the was on that? It, the, the the sticky the the, okay. the the party the it was the, all the, the dance it's like music. house music dance music. The whole project was dance house music, and I'm like, but nobody really liked it. But I'm like, it's because 
you already you're not in that world. You're not, like, you're you're not, not, you're, yeah. You got to get yourself in that. You got to yeah. go to a house party. Yeah, and you got to put. You got to set the to, mood. To, you yeah, set you got to feel man. it in its energy. You can't. You can't ride around or go to the gym to this. Yeah, you got to be in feeling. You got to be in party party mode. A couple for this. of drinks in already. You know what I'm saying? Good like you got to know. You. Yeah, you got to you got to know. You and you got to experience things in their vibes you know what i mean yeah like if, if you're on that like part of that chopping screwed shit was like yo they were on lean they gotta be leaned they were up, leaned up. To they were leaned up. so like yeah. yo, you slowed up and screw. you start yeah. hearing that chopping screw and you like son this is fire you know what i mean like yeah. so you know uh everything has its you know and you should experience those things in their environment yeah you don't have to strictly right but you should, if you become a fan of any one of them. Anything. You, you know what I mean? Like, if you become a fan of New Orleans Bounce, you should go to New Orleans. You yeah, experience, experience it. it. So you can go into the culture. If you become go a fan into of, that. like, yes. Jersey Club or Miami Bays or G-Funk. And it uh, brings you to, like, a, to, to a different, um, to, to, to meet new people. Yeah. And awesome. then they'll put you on to other shit. Yo, this yeah. is what it is. It's like when I came back from Puerto Rico and I got these both worlds with the with the Spanish and the English right. rap and the Spanish hip hop, I was not the only one. You were. So I got to meet other artists in New York City that was rapping in Spanish. Word. Because they had the same experience as me. Mm. You know, they had the same experience. So we would get together and there was the Dominicans from uptown, they had their own social thing because the Puerto Ricans were leaking, the records were getting leaked to the Dominican Republic, to right. Colombia. And I mean, so now, I'll be in Corona with my Colombian hip-hop, Spanish hip-hop friends. We speak English. Mm -hmm. You know, we were born and raised in New York City. Right. But we all spit Spanish hip-hop. You know what I mean? Because we love the... the... But then there's also, like, like the other side of it, too, which is, like, if you do start to appreciate these cultures, it's worth pointing out that you're still seeing, like, an outside snapshot till you're, like, really in it. Like, you can see New York from the outside, but until you really come to New York, you can't really breathe the air and feel the energy, and it is kind of one of those indescribable things. Everybody mm -hmm. from New York will throw a nah, I mean, on that and just, like, understand it, but, like, <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you. I get Not it. Me. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. But, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a, everybody in funk. New York understands it, yeah, you know. Every time. That's kind of so like you good. It's, it's good. Like, remember, like you or you good. Or good. It depends or how it you depends say it. Depends on how like, you say it. You know what I mean? Or now nah, I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's like, we're just remembering that when you do discover new stuff. Because you know, I know a ton of people that never been anywhere, and then they discover stuff, and now all of a sudden they're hip-hop experts. And then doing this perspective show, I talk to a lot of people that, like you, yourself, you've been around in the hip-hop times, in the hip-hop places. Your opinion on the matter is much stronger than me and my Canadian homies. Right, right. And but I gotta I gotta uh, uh, um I gotta um butt in right there because one of the dopest producers I worked in I worked with in like oh four oh five was from I think I think Montreal his name was DJ Mystico mm. and he was the one that was sending us beats because he he was the only one that was matching the sound of Puerto Rico right. You know the way it really, and I can definitely from have a whole lot of Ecuador. But his name is DJ Mystico. His name, I don't know if that's where he goes. But I don't know if he's still active on the in the music. But he was it. definitely had that sound. That I'm like, okay, it's, it's it's what's going on in PR, 
but it's different. You know right. what I mean? And he was blessed with my beats, and and I got to write some dope records. Yeah, no, there's no. I think what you're referring to is more like the knowledge. Yeah, our knowledge, like, our knowledge okay. is more. Because like, I'm sure that, but no, but right. it's also like DJ Mystico is obviously somebody then that been to New York, and like been a part of something. Right, right. He's right, right. not just like a, like up until what last November, like 2021. I've never been here. Everything in my experience it was all through with, online, right? Or like the movies, or what my right. homies who'd been there had said. It's all almost here, and the way people describe it, and then you go there, and it's like you have your own experiences. Yeah, you have your own experience, and then yeah. you talk to the people here and hear what they have to say, and then it's like, all right, <laughs> I, I had the the chance to go to Pakistan, and it's like you can think what you want, but when you talk to a, a guy your age over there, and you're like, homie's just trying to get laid too, right? And it's like you know you have these different experiences, then. You look at how the internet pr breaks down culture, and they're just completely different things. So, especially with stuff like music, it's like if you can't, a lot of people will judge things and try to shit on things they don't understand, but also put no effort into going to the environment, like what you were saying, right. like the drug thing. Yeah. It's like, just kind of like, like tie it all like, up to Yo, that. don't watch that movie. That sucks. I'm like, but yeah, let me nah. watch it. Let me watch it. And you know how many let movies they, 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 they shit it on, and I'm like, when I watch it, it's like, I enjoyed this. Favorite? Yeah. Like, shit, this you is know, dope. It's, it's, it's different. It's all about the way you, it's different. you see life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's different perspectives. Some people have dry humor. You know what I mean? Perspectives. You should. You should have. We, we, should, we should get like a perspective. perspective buttons. But we need like a. To, anyway, to decide we'll what it. to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it would be like like like. This is our first time. we have a like fun house. Everybody starts screaming. Oh, the word! Oh shit! That'd be super cool. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, cool. no, no, exactly. Still, um, but yeah, uh, word of the day. The word of the day. Let's go back to it, Danny. So, yeah. so, so now we're now you're rapping. You're doing. Matter of fact, let's. Let's get. Is is this around the time that you meet this DJ Mystical? Or oh no, I'm, I, this is all through online stuff too, as well. Yeah. Okay. With my boy Nostad, which he had to connect with with this producer who was doing his beats. So every time I record with his little home studio setup, he was like, "Yo, rhyme over this beat." I'm like, "Yo, whose beat is this? It's dope." He goes, "My boy." So you know, um, that's how we got to meet. Mystico. What year is this? This is like oh four. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you know, working on demos. Then I meet, um, you yeah. know, with my crowd. I get my little shows, my little showcases. As I bring, you know, you can bring your, your your little your little entourage, your little right. crew that's gonna hold you down. Mm -hmm. That one that's helping you put flyers up, posters mm -hmm. up, and helping you sell these CDs. Um, and then I met my boy Rock Low Fish with SPMG, and they were like, "Yo, you talented, bro. I think you 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 got it. Let's let's put some money behind behind them, and let's let's." Uh, <clears throat> Let's 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 promote them out there. Right. Let's, let's go to these. Let's, let's record a demo and and make like a thousand copies. Let's see what happens. Right. Next thing you know, we sold like from one thousand copies out of the trunk. We'll go jeweled up, looking fresh. Right. Not like the way some people would be hustling out there, all crazy looking bummy. No, we would like we didn't need no bread, and, and and at that time we didn't need the money. Right. You know what I mean? It was just we were just hustling and we were getting bread. And then we'll pull up with a Super fly, the curve. fly, fly what car. This is like, 04? now we're like 05 yeah. now. 05. Now we're like 05, Super 06. Ahead of the curve. Bro, I'm talking about, if everybody knows from the music world, at the biggest Jesus piece, Cuban, looking jig everywhere with the with the squad, everybody's fly. You're going to buy a $5 CD. Yeah. Absolutely. If not, if you don't got it, take it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Take it. Because we'll that's the Harlem. thing. That's mm. the thing that when you got it like that, it's, it's. Just you know, hear me out. Yeah, yeah. 
There's certain people that I'm gonna be like, yo, yo, and yeah, that ass. For free. The, there's a percentage of people that when you give it to them for free, will feel bad and pay you stills. Bro, there's people that'll give me, they'll give me forty bucks, fifty bucks. They'll be like, yeah, more, bam. more oh, yeah. than what you're asking for. Yeah, yeah just absolutely. like get, yeah, keep doing yeah, yeah, your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But they know because just for the for the show already, they're like, wait a second, you got a fly car outside, rimmed up, super. They all jigged out, they all mm-hmm. jeweled up. They don't care about the bread. They like to watch you to listen, but that brings the, that brings crowds. Yeah, nah, mm. it brings the so crowd. It's so all perception. It's all, right? it's all an illusion. You know what but, I mean? But bigger than yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think, because you're like I know a lot of independent artists right now, and a lot of people they make it a little abundantly clear they're trying to sell what they're trying to sell, right? And the way that you're presenting it is you had a lot higher success, and as he's saying, it's forward thinking from back then by presenting yourself in such a way where, you know, you don't need the money. And so it's not thirsty. It's like when you're looking for pussy. Yeah. If you're, if you're coming on too strong, it's not right. going to It was go. just coming to us. Like we just parked in the front of, 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 of um, Rincón Musical. Remember Rincón Musical? Uh-huh. Like 116, the, 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 the music hut and oh, all that? Oh, yes, music hut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pull up the whips there, four or five whips rimmed up, everybody fly, everybody, yes. it just, the attention that comes Blasting the music in the street. The attention you guys comes were the, to you. You guys were the new generation of salsa. SPMG, just like that. Right, like before, like the, what was it before that? It was in the 70s, 80s, when Hector Lavoe and Cum, La Gran Cumbia and... The Gran Combo, yeah. Gran Combo and, um, and uh, all those groups are coming up and they're stunting. Yeah. And they're pulling up yeah. to the front of the, the, yeah. the, the spot like that. And then now, here goes a couple generations removed, and here comes you, and you know what I mean? Like, you guys are doing yeah, I got this. SPMG, the, the, the crew, SPMG Entertainment, takes me under their wing. They, they're like, yo, this is how we're going to, this is the this is the plan. We're going to look, this is how we're going to look. Or lit. We're, we're already on. Did you guys uh, tour and shit? Like, oh, we, yeah, yeah, we, we got to, to, to go on a little mini tour. So then I get on this unsigned hype column on the source. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Spanish rapper I have, I have is documented. So the first Spanish rapper to be on the unsigned hype column when the source Latino came out. Word. It was with Tegos on the cover. Word, word, So I'm word, in the unsigned hype column. Gets the attention of uh, Zingy Records. Zingy Records, remember, because I, I came in a weird time in the music industry. Right, right. It was like 06. Seven, eight, that era right there. I feel you. Was I, very is, weird. That that was my era. That was the that was our era when we came in and we didn't. The, yeah. the music industry didn't want us. Yeah, it was a very and big. Then, nobody. The then, record labels wasn't making money. The record labels weren't making money. Shit was and going they crazy. Didn't, they didn't want to. They didn't want to uh, uh, take on any new artists. Yeah, they only they wanted to ride to out with the, the major artists that they was had. In shambles. Yeah, no, nah, it was. It they was, didn't it was know what this is. With this is the the. The ringtone era, and 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 all these new outlets and ways of doing it still weren't the way. So yeah, no, it was, no, there it, was no streaming. So, so it's the almost closest like, thing was MySpace. You know what it's almost like? Uh, yeah, it's the almost Napster like, world where everything uh, was getting stolen. It's almost like uh, Kim Kardashian, right? Like she didn't get respected in, in the fashion world in Hollywood until Kanye got with her. And starts right like co-signing and making and making these declarations and this and that. Why? Because oh, you're just reality TV. You're mm. just yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. So it's that it's that attitude. You know what I'm saying? And like that's what it was like back then. You know what I'm saying? Like 
we they they didn't want us and it was really hard to find a lane um when you when we come from new york where the record labels are right downtown so we're looking at the record labels like yo this is this is what we know you know what i'm saying get go downtown get a deal you know what i mean it wasn't it wasn't like yo it wasn't like in other places where it's like yo start our own studio build our own record yeah it was none of that do it independent in new york we had the record labels downtown manhattan right so it was that that I was the, it was a very weird era. It was a ringtone era. Yeah. So now, so everything we SPMG, solo pa mi gente. Mm-hmm. So we got this our crew. We we our mentality was like we are gonna go to these labels as a record company ourselves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we get signed to a ringtone label. It was like a, a I was gonna be like the first digital artist with a, a full album, like a in a digital a world. Di- this uh, is before like, streaming. Uh, like a- before all that, I had, ringtone, I had a digital co- contract already. Word. Hold on. I had so a crazy. digital contract before That's Spotify, before So what does a that. digital contract entail back then? Well, it was a, a digital, a ringtone company backing, working on my album. So like, it's going to get distributed digitally and physically at that time. This is 06, 07. Okay. So we get signed a traditional contract, but I'm getting 12.5 points. Like wow, at the time, really only Eminem good. or something would have Yeah, no, that. that's really great good. Cr- yeah, contract. that's really, that's amazing. And in 07, that's like Eminem would have 12 points or somebody, you know, that already had like four or five albums and very successful would get a contract like the way I had. Good contract. They fly me out. Cool and Dre was working on my album. They were producing my whole wow, album. That's yeah, crazy. so a Spanish rapper... Kid from Bushwick, right in the digital contract with Cool and with Dre. Cool and Dre in the Hit Factory. I got, I got Lil Wayne in, in the Hit Factory. Nice, yeah, North Miami. You be Oh Cool J over there, Little Wayne upstairs, Birdman over there. Oh, that's crazy. You see Missy walking around the parking lot, and, and Ricky Iglesias, and I'm like around all this, right? And I'm like, that's Yo. wild. So it was dope. Like I've been in in the, in the music industry, right. But like again, I was, it was in a in a in a wrong time of music. Wrong time. It was so wrong how did, time. How did how did that story pan out? Like let, so, let's, no, let's, it, it, let's I wrap kept that up with out. A I, I was I was making noise in New York City. Uh-huh. You know, in in certain other spots, and um, I guess the parent company in Japan didn't make what they had to make in that time, and they had to, to dip in back from the other labels. Yeah, so you know what they were like. You know, we have to pull away from the project, right. but you own your masters. Oh, you, nice! Yeah, you know, so it 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 was kind of like disappointing because we yes. the record labels didn't know what to do. They were just right. probably signing people probably for a tax write off. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they don't they don't well, understand I mean, if how to like make foreign people too. Effort. Like sometimes foreign rich people just be like, like yo, if you look at how they treat art, sometimes they just be copying your shit. Just because they know that if you like blow, 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 the investment, and I think there's a capital gains or whatever. Oh, no, but I respect that. But like, so like, it's all like people gambling in a sense. Foreign people do that shit all the time where they'll start record labels or whatever, hot fat, especially with new tech. Hit or miss. Just, uh, yo, because if it hits, it hits. But they're not really running L's because big picture, their hits pay for all the L's. Right. Right. But yeah, fast forward, you know, where with the mute with the music that goes that that didn't go anywhere with the with the record label. But we still grinding, 
we're still grinding and, and, and rocking out there. But then you know, it wasn't in my heart anymore. Mm. It wasn't in my heart with the music. It wasn't in my heart. And but I still love. I love it. But if being being an artist wasn't wasn't there, but I still got that clip. I still right. got it. Still got it right, like right, right here. Right, right. So still now that, that I'm not, now that still I'm in the that art thing. world, yeah, I got, I'm in the art world, and and now everybody's gonna know this. Um, I'm in the art world, and, and I have a lot of celebrity clients that are in the rap industry, in the music industry, record companies, all that. So, and by the way, not only that I do art, I do this. Boom, you know what I mean? So, right. I'm going to be recording. I'm going to be doing a couple of records. Right. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to be getting back into the music. Oh. And um, now I have fun the way I treat my art. Wait, to do yeah, um, I'm drop the, a couple same of singles. Of, the same type of music from... Yeah, yeah. So, Spanish hip hop. Word, yeah. let me know. Yeah, the, let me know. We got to get nah, into that. Definitely, and definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so and then definitely. I do it's like Spanglish, like you know how. how yeah, yeah. I, so I mix I, it up. I'm gonna let you guys listen to a couple of records. That's so if anybody want to listen to 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 my old music, it's uh, go to Chavito BK, Chavito BK on YouTube. Yo, can you ju- can you, you spell that, that just for the C H A V I T O B K? Perfect. Chavito BK. Word. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely want to hear that. It. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, no, and a lot of he's people looking you up from like uh, the name now, right? Because I you didn't, I had know. no idea. I came yeah, into nah. this like I didn't know Danny either, Cortez, though. NYC. I and then like nobody else is really talking. I mean, you you mentioned music a bit here right. and there, but people be wildly talking about the art. Yeah, the art. Cre- yeah, and like your creation process is mad documented at this point. Absolutely. So, right? And I know you love rust and things. Yeah, yeah it's gotta and, be like, gritty. And like, uh, so like that's out there, but the whole music grind, this is wildly cool. Yeah. I am very curious <laughs> no, about what that... the sounds are, but also Spanish is like big in, in Canada, at least. Yeah. In yeah. It's all over. No, it's yeah. international. So international, like, bro. And I saw, buddy... I saw that in 1996. I saw that this was going to happen. Mm. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Same thing with my art. As soon as I, um. Sat down during the during the quarantine and pandemic when when like I played around with it before the pandemic and quarantine all that bullshit, but um I never had time right having a nine to five working all sorts of jobs and everything, I would I love it but I wasn't I wasn't dedicated, so now that God reset the world now I have all the the time in, in the, the world, world so I have no focus. excuse to wake up in the morning, <clears throat> excuse me, um no excuse for nothing so look for water. Yes, please. And um, that's why I started getting better and better. Every piece kept getting better. And, um, yeah. No, they're really great pieces. So the same way I treated my art is how I was doing with the music. I was really invested 100%. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, nah. I was invested 100% in it. And I'm kind of blessed that way that there's a lot of things that I do. Like, everything I put my mind to, it's like, it's like a blessing that I have that... I uh, I mm. sort of um, dive deep, deep into it. There's also like a huge lesson there, because like, I'm fascinated by people's stories, right? Mm. And so, like, you could look at it like you pursued music, you did it to the max, you got all the accomplishments, yes. and then the passion goes away for a minute. You deal with life, you find a new passion, which diversifies your art portfolio, mm-hmm. right? And um, because of that, 
you've basically alluded to unlocking channels that are now going to make music. Absolutely. All so, the doors that were closed in the music industry, my art is opening. opening. So it's like, yeah. I'm not going to lie, this podcasting thing has unlocked a lot of doors in my life because it's like, you know, you can make music as much as you want, but you don't necessarily get the networking opportunities or you're not as interesting if you're just like doing one thing at a certain age. And I think, like, the main lesson in that for people is that, like, maybe if your main passion isn't 100% doing what you wanted to do, it's worth looking at a uh, number two or a number three passion to add to your portfolio right. just to put you in different rooms with different people in a different light. Right. And then you get maybe better conversations than you were getting because your approach has changed or the way you see things has changed. I guess a different perspective. Wow, perspective. <laughs> yeah, perspective. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I just, I just say, just uh, um, to the kids out there, anyone that 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 wants to get in my world with the with the miniatures or or in anything that you want to do is, uh, I just recommend you just work from the heart first, straight passion. You don't want to just do it because it's the fad. It's it's uh, or you see me, you know accomplishing some stuff but do it because you want to do it do it because you love it right don't think about the money right think about the about the artwork the creativity study mm -hmm. study the artist before you and um yeah the money's gonna come regardless right you know so just it, the money won't mean shit the art don't mean shit if you're thinking about the money facts so mm -hmm. just work uh, from your heart and and that's what I can say, man. That and just be positive. It's gonna come. Remember, a, a, a drop of water can make a hole on a rock. It's gotta be consistent, consistent, consistent. Mm. Eventually, that 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 Jam. that drop of water is gonna make a hole on that rock. So consistency is key. Passion is key. And um, yeah, just do you. Facts. Burr. Facts, yo. Facts. Facts. Nah, that's a. I mean, listen. You know, that's. Right, like, um, in the music industry, we refer to it as, like, what, 500 hours, right? 10, like, 000. that's, like, everywhere and everything. You like, say 10,000 10, hours will keep me, make you a master. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 5,000 hours makes you a, a professional. 10,000 makes you a master. master. And you know I'm not I mean? even 10,000 hours yet, I think. You know? No. But this, this, is what, this is what it is. You know, like, it's, it's what you put into it, you know? And, like, we all just get better. Look, I was just thinking to myself, like, as I was coming here, I was just like, man, it's so crazy. Like, um, I feel like the older I get, the more I see the rhythm of life. You know what I mean? The easier it is for me to identify the pulse and the and the rhythm, you know? Right. Like, and, and to see it all kind of like a, like a, like a symphony of just, like, Beautiful choreography and dancing and you know what I'm saying? Experience like, experience, experience makes that. Makes, makes that. Makes yeah. That. And then you just see it. And yeah. like sometimes I know I know how to stay out of some shit. Right. And you know what I mean? And I know how to get involved in some shit. I know when to like fall back. I know when to like put the pedal to the metal. Right. You know, I it's you 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 your timing becomes much more proficient. 
And it almost feels like probably what like a boxer feels like. Right, it's, it's like you when you got that saying? groove, like, right? Wait, that, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, like when you got a, a dope record on stage. Yeah, yeah. Have you killed the stage uh, yeah. performance yeah. so much that you don't remember yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, right? They, everything's like a and blur. It's just like it's a blur. Yeah. It's a blur, yeah, but yes. everybody's like, yo, you killed that. Yeah. You know, I got that plenty of times. And that's what's going on right now in, 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 in the art world that is like, I'm walk, I walk the streets and, and, and the fans salute me in the street and, and I'd be like, wow, it's, it's incredible that something mm -hmm. that that was going through the pandemic when I was going through a dark time in my life, now I'm going through a depression, now we're in, we're in, a, we're in a quarantine, so all that's, it's, it's, it's like eating me. But I got to come out of that with just a passion and, and falling in love with art. And it's, it's, just, it's just, now I'm talking to my favorite artist, like, Ghostface calling me. Right. I'm working on a big on a big movie set, like set design type thing for podcasts, movies, videos with Jim Jones. Oh, that's wild. Wild. yeah, with product. Um, worked with Nas and Mass Appeal with that's this boombox is about to drop. Um, so much. I just did the Nems, like you saw the the, yeah, Nems, the, the Nems, store. Yeah. I, it was it was an honor to to recreate that for him. Yeah, it, it's so much that had been going on, like. These art shows, I went from working on a homeless shelter to selling my art in Sotheby's. I did, uh, you know, so much. And this year's part two is coming. Sotheby's is like, I think, you know, like, that's like the, like, right, like, let me tell you something. I'm very, I have no shame in bragging about my friends and, like, their accomplishments. I, I look at them as like, yo, this is... This is amazing. This yeah. is beautiful. This is, yes. this is to be celebrated. Yeah. If and you like, win, I and win bragging, too. And bragging about the accomplishments of my friends is like, I, it's not like a, it's not like I'm bragging about it like like I like I get any wins off of it. Right. I'm bragging about it like, yo, I know somebody who's wow that's, doing Ill, that thing. that's amazing yeah. at this thing. You know what I'm saying? And like the 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 Sotheby's name is just like yo it's a big win in their world yeah, right? in their world, yeah. And, and 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 to operate yo, in a, this just world so people are not it's, it's an art auction house that's like super mad prestigious right? yeah it's no i was gonna get to the, i was gonna get to house, that that yeah. was leading to my, my yeah. bad right so th <laughs> this is what i'm saying is like yo like it's not a lot of people get to have that accomplishment so like for you to have that accomplishment right like you blended you you accomplished in your own world in our world in the culture right yes like because that's where you made yourself popping i'm right. pretty sure right yeah this is it's what us it's, yeah yeah the of culture, of, the culture us, of us right yeah and then and then because you guys could relate and to the then art we in turn are like oh this is ill and we tell our friends, and then their friends like, oh, this is ill. It's spread, fire. spread, spread. That's exactly what happened. Because though. it was beautiful, good, hard work, right? And then next thing you know, these other people are taking notice. Right. And mm. now you're known in Sotheby's. Can you tell the people what Sotheby's is? And like Sotheby's what? is an is a, is a auction house, a very prestige auction house. They've been in business longer than um, America as a country. Yup. You know, that yeah. like to the early 1700s, I believe, they've been in, in business. I think they are a British, British, mm -hmm. in the UK, uh, mm -hmm. London, uh, somewhere like that. But yeah, that's, that's, I got the call from, you know, just posting. I came out of the Daily News first, you know, and then I was already working for myself. I had quit the homeless shelter. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, working for myself, called the PO because I was going through something right there. Called the probation officer. Yo, dude, uh, can I quit my job, bro? He's like, you better. <laughs> lucky I had the best uh, 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 right. probation officer that actually didn't care about numbers. He cared about what I wanted to do. Right. You care wow. about, you know, no, like the system, like the system that cares about all the numbers and, you know, this and that. No, it's all about what's going to benefit me. What do I like to do? Right. You know what I mean? Instead of just getting a regular uh, nine to five job, you know, which I did. But he's like, what makes you happy? What What can you do to bring you money? You know what I mean? That's yeah. legit and everything. But anyway, going with that, I get this call from Sotheby's and knowing that they want to, they ask me questions, they love my art, they... If I'm interested in selling, you know, their prestige auction house, I looked them up. I see the the range, millions of dollars of 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 art that they sell, but I wasn't convinced. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't care, right? Because I did not not because I thought that was the shit. It's because I have no knowledge of it. I'm just yeah, so did. naive, right? Of 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 now the world because like, I don't come from you, that. To you, you're like. I'm like, okay. The wind I, is getting popping amongst us. Amongst us on the hip-hop culture. Yeah, in hip-hop. Yeah, hip-hop culture. You know? A call from Ghostface that he wants to work with me is like, that's, wow, that's Sotheby's That's to me. Sotheby's to you. know what right, I mean? Right, So, um, I hit up my my, uh, my, my art boys like that in the art world. Like, yo, dude, Sotheby's called me. This company, or uh, what, auction house. They want to sell my art. And they're like, dude, are you serious, bro? I'm like, yeah, why? What's wrong? I shouldn't? They're like, nah, dude, you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're going to the Super Bowl. You're going Bowl. to the Grammys, yeah, the you're art going world. The Grammys, the Oscars. They said, watch what's going to happen. You think you you popping now? Yeah. Watch. Yeah. You know, and to, and to the, 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 the formal art people that that been trying, you know, been in the art world for years. There's people that are 30 years in the art world that can't get in there. Mm-hmm. Not trying to shit on, on nobody on that. No, no, it's no. It's just some people look at me. On like a sellout, there's people that look at you like, like you know what I mean? Because the formal art guys, like the uh, starving artists type, uh, no, I'm not doing that. It, it no, takes away it, from my art, which I respect. That's how you. That's how that's they what feel. You, you feel? Hey, I don't come from that world. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. In I our, think that's an accomplishment. Our, let me say something. In our world, in this hip hop culture, it's a guess, but right? like, yeah, it's it's about doing fly. It's about fly shit. Fly shit, period. Like, we don't care who, what, where, when, why. All we know and care is that it's got to be fly That's shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm doing an opportunity. I'm not hurting anybody. And, guess and what? I'm not shitting on In anybody. In their world, there's things that we do that's fly shit to them. And right. there's shit in their world that they think. Yeah, that we do that. It's not flash shit. It's, 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 and but guess what? It's the same thing in reverse, right? Like, yo, hip hop as a whole, right? Like, does it? You know, it, it approves and disapproves. Yeah, if you do a Sprite commercial in the nineties, you'll sell out, right? Right. I mean, there's, there's just. I'm thinking about art that, like, you know, like I'm like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure there's like. Art that, like, you know, hip hop as a whole really don't give a fuck about. But that's a very small hand that 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 you know? pitched me all on that. Like, like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, nah. I don't care. Yeah. I think it's really just you know. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not trying their, to hate I on their it, point I of view. I think it's their. I think it's their hang up. I think that that point you know? of view is honestly a defense mechanism. Yeah, defensive for mechanism. the fact that they're, they're, they're not. That they're not that. there. Yeah. Like it. It's essentially just being a hater. Because, yeah, yeah. But I'm then, because like, yo, like. 
I don't know. I've never been a starving artist since I made, I'm not saying I've been rich, but <clears throat> I've always had a job. So I was blessed in that regard. And I was just able to like pay engineers and pay the Ooh. graphic designers and shit. And the only people I know that ever really preach this nobility in art, they're the people that are, they can't afford it yeah. on some regular life shit. And then Ooh. so it, they, they look for like this gr collective reasoning that you should become the DIY guy. And then they put all that time they could into like developing a monetizable skill into like this next thing, this next thing, just because like somehow it makes your art more pure. I'm like, I don't know about that. I, but I don't know what I don't I don't I don't know what that means because <clears throat> I think whatever pure what's pure to you it, 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 to the next guy might look at it like it's corny. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. like like what's coming to me coming for the next guy, right? Yeah, no, listen, i there's art to me to there's this day. That that I can understand. Day, I don't understand. I don't understand for the most part. I don't understand but I don't traditional it. art, but I don't knock it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. I need to go to, I need to see, experience myself, stand in front of it to see if I feel anything. Unfortunately, a majority of the time that I've done that, I have felt nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, I still have many, many, many times that I've experienced other forms of art that I'm like, this touches me the way I'm pretty sure the Mona Lisa touches people who right. understand the Mona Lisa. You know, like I look at the Mona Lisa and I'm like, I see the smile, not smile, frown or whatever that everybody else sees. But like, that doesn't make me feel anything like that. You know what I mean? But then there's been art that has come out in mediums that people in the art world would not consider art. That I'm like, this is way more art. Like, even to this day, like, you know, uh, there's that AI uh, thing online. That, yeah, like, I've been right, seeing that a lot. That, that, it's like a trending thing and, going on. And um, I'm like, I look at it's so crazy because I look at like they 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 do this thing where like they're like they ask you to like um like describe something and then like you know kind of put like you know kind of like in the art style of you know uh, uh Basquiat, Basquiat or yeah. or whatever and but like they don't ever they don't ever include like in the art style of Jim Lee. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they don't put, like, in the art style of Jim Kirby, you know, Jack Kirby, you know what I mean? Like, there should exist. Like, comic book artists should be respected in of the same course. vein as classically of trained course. artists, painting artists. Because it's like, yo, it's an art form, too. But it's, again, these are these things that they don't, until they feel like. I like, like that you said that. Right? I until like they feel that. like it happens with movies. I like that you Superhero said that. movies don't get no credit right now, Right. But the one that they did decide upon was like, you know what? We're going to respect. Heath Ledger passed away. This movie does get to count. Everything else yeah, doesn't get count. to count. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then something else comes along. Black Panther, we let it count in this way and that way. It don't count in these other yeah, ways. See, 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 my art, when I started doing it during the pandemic, right? I was like boxed in this like toy world. Uh huh. So like toy photography would like... Uh, people buy my art. Um, uh, people just like collect, you know, stuff, some dope stuff for their man cave. Mm -hmm. But it was more for like action figure collectors, stuff right. like that. But like mentally, I, I would work on these pieces, and it was like if I was um, um, speaking it to existence, you know. But I was mentally doing it. Mm -hmm. I was always seeing my my piece. Why would it look if my, if my piece was on a white wall with a light on it? I right. kept seeing my pieces, a white wall with a light on it. 
sure enough, I was I was um, manifesting galleries. Word. So not only that, I'm, I'm I'm getting stuck in this this community, which which is dope because they they the toy community was the one that pushed me. You know, where I got my couple of yeah, thousand dope. followers Absolutely. off them. You know, Word. and they always you yeah know, yeah. My first couple of bucks was through the toy community, right? But I just like saw it in galleries, and then when everybody would come visit my house, like the friends would be like, yo, that's dope, you gotta keep going, yo, I could see that in a gallery or this, you could sell it, you could make money. But I was like, alright. Right. But I, w- I was preparing it for something bigger. And and I say that, that power of, of meditation and having a lot of faith yeah. in your work. Believing in yourself. Believing in yourself does Speaking, play a, a Speaking part. things into power. That does work. That works. That's, nah, that's yeah. a real thing. I mean, you just said Faith it. is a real thing. Right. When you think something over and over and you don't care what's going around you, yeah. and you, you're just rocking, it happens. Right. It happens. Big facts. Word, bro. No, that's definite. That's that's 100%. Like, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of that. Of the, that's of a the, real thing. The, the, positive, the power of positive thought. Yeah, that's you know, a real And believing thing. in yourself. Nobody's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. All you got is you because at the end of the day... I mean, it's pretty you much yourself, but it's even like it, it manifests everywhere. Like if you look at how companies run, they come up with a 10 year plan, a 20 year plan, and then everything they do is manifesting a reality. Yeah. And that people want instant pretty, fast stuff. It it's it's essentially, well, they, even though I'm like supposedly in the art world overnight, yeah, like yeah. fast. Yeah, but no, it's a long the, and, road. No, nah, it's a long a road. A lot of practice. There's no, of, there's no, yeah, all and those like, years and, and of just being a like, New Yorker and, and, yeah, all that happens. Yeah, out. I had to study that. You know what? I like that again. My mind is dropping jewels because in order for me to just do this, I had to live it. But I had to live here. I had to live here yeah. and see this. You know what I mean? There's people, there's artists in, in Germany. There's people in... in, in they in, can't in, imitate you know, it the same they way. They do with the same style that I do, everything, art, with all those, but it's something that I... Little Easter eggs that I put in my work that a new, true mm-hmm. New Yorker... A, uh, a person that appreciate not even if you're from New York you could be a kid and they'll will, they will appreciate it just because it look aesthetically dope a person that, that doesn't come from this sur- these surroundings will appreciate it because it's dope yeah right? no I mean I and then then we got the ones that lived it so I, it's like I'm, I'm hitting every experience. demographic yo you can't you know? you, there's no price point for experience points brought up but it was oh, also just boss. to like say, even though like you say you started doing this in the pandemic, you have a ten plus year hip hop career behind that as well. That's like it's it's a long so road you know what? Yeah. that comes from so many different perspectives and different inspiration points. There's no way that being in the hip hop world didn't put you in a situation that made a lot of the grimy or aesthetic look more appealing, or or puts it beauty. Because like right. let's be real, a lot of like my fascination and love for like the graffiti cultures and this kind of, even your art. Absolutely. My first thought is hip hop. Right. It just, it just yes. brings me to yes. that. Yes. And it's yeah. on yes. some New York. No, it's the, it's the, that's what I'm saying. Like he's that's a why... curator of our culture. This our is, culture. This is our culture. That's a part of hip hop culture right there. Uh, All mm. those things. When are, is this going to drop? You know, you know uh, I mean, we're, I was, missing. I was, I was trying to aim for like this one dropping first, so probably, hopefully, February. Okay, cool. I'll, cool. I'll, I'll keep you updated on on um, everything. All right, yeah. because, uh, January twenty fifth. There's a you, know, you probably might see this after, but January twenty fifth. Maybe I could plug this way. It's you know, chop it up and. Yeah, we can. Segment. We can do what we can to get the plug out on time. Yeah. Right. 
January 25th to the 29th, um, I'm going to be doing a group show with, excuse me, with uh, Buster One, um, Charlie Doves, Joe Conzo, Peter Paid, uh, Jeff Enriquez, dope artist. And all of us, we do all different types of art, but it all complements each other because you Word. got the photography, realism, graffiti, uh, just all, um, signage. Word. All uh, complements each other. So that's, if you want to check out my work and the group show, January 25th, curated by Kate um, at 1 Warren Street. Lit. Oh, yeah. in person? One, right, right, one right, right. art gallery, yeah. Word. February 4th, Basin Gallery. And then somewhere around March, April, I'm planning on my uh, first solo show. I mean, second solo show. Word. And that would be like selling your art kind of show, just for context. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. All art galleries. Yeah, yeah. Straight, straight seller, yeah. And I know yeah. it's, it's, it's self- not until, but until it brings, it just, you get you put enjoy, in a museum that it's like not, no longer for sale. Just, you yeah. know what I mean? Art is always for sale. Even I mean, when it's even in your we, home. Even when it's in a museum, it's, it's for sale. Right. And even when it's in your home, it's for sale. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything goes in my Because in any world, you know, like, they, yeah, you, can always, you can always come through. Like, if I want it bad enough, you know what I mean? Right. I'm going to keep, you know. And that's how we used to rock in New York, right? If I wanted something that you had bad enough and we friends, right? Like, it'd be like, yo, I keep coming back. Like, how about I trade you it, it, yeah. for, for a card? Right, Word. like I'll, I'll trade you. I trade this, you two thousand Madeline that was strawberry I'll for your Jose Canseco. How about, <laughs> how about and then you start? Like it, it depends on how much you hold out, depending I mean, on how, yeah, crazy, I'm how much this. guy wants it. I've fucking There's done all sorts of like put trades. together. I'll give you my Ken Griffey rookie card <laughs> with with this uh, with this um, with Cal Ripken. You know what I mean? And then with, <laughs> with this like GI Joe happen. with like yo, it's a package, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm it's to get what I want, art of barter to to get what I. Want. Yeah, the R O Barter. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that rich people feel like that about everything too. Yeah. Like, yo, uh, like, how can matter. I not pay you just for the fun of it? Yeah. Yeah. Let the, what, what what do you have that 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 could benefit me? That I can't buy. That you can't buy, but we could that you know, we could have an even exchange and 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 it's a go. I've done that plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially with artists. So I got some pieces. Yeah. From artists that uh, you yeah. know, doing numbers. Because mm. I mean, they want to, I, I got a piece, well, with, I'm uh, working with Cope, too. Oh, word. Yeah, that's, so that's legendary. Dope. Yeah, so instead that's of so uh, dope. money, is money like, fuck money. What's, yeah, let me get a piece. Let me get one of your ears. Let me get a go. piece. Yeah, you know? let me get some, right. Yeah, but I, I, I'm 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 so grateful that uh, all my, my artists and it's spread out. It's now, from from being at my mom's house in a little tiny room during the pandemic, it's in, in, in sitting in a mansion in London, mansion in Hollywood. Uh, that's crazy, flexes. And, and, and yeah, man, like that. Yeah, just thinking of flexes, like yo, my shit's so hard. It's in mansions in other countries. Word up. When I get these videos, they set it back. I'm like, damn, bro. Came a long way, even if it's a short time. Long we came way, a long way. short time. Yeah. It's a blessing, though. Yeah, it's a blessing. And, it's and a blessing. It's all, and it's all, let me tell you, that that comes from, right, doing good work, hard work. You know, like, I mean, don't get it twisted, right? Like, there's blessings that come from 
doing bad, right? Like, there's all sorts yeah, of wealthy, yes. evil people on Earth. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, like, one of those, like, it's faded things doesn't exist, right? But it goes to show you that sometimes you put in the right work, the hard work, clean work, good work, and you get the respect, the admiration, and people notice what you're doing. Right. Facts. Yeah. yeah. I want to cut this short, but... I know we have a time span, and we got to film some promo shit after this. Yeah, so promo good, promo man. Shit. So no, it was I good just want to say, no, no, I think that we we really excellent. we really we really reached the when we breached the two hour mark, okay. which we have done. We are well past two hours now. No, that is the but proof also that we you the end of his the, the no, if it was like that. We'll be here all night. We caught up. We caught up. Yeah, yeah, like it took forever to get started because the man is just so interesting. Like we talked to a lot of different people, and and like you're definitely on the interesting life experience. Can talk about anything kind of vibe. Yeah, just that that makes excellent. At one point, I forgot that there was cameras here. That's that's I, I, I that's the shit that makes me happy. Yeah. That's, That's that right yeah. there, because I aim for just a com- a conversation. Yeah, it was a straight I've always, conversation. I always have and this said, is what we do. before I was doing this with him for years, my friends would tell me, like, yo, you need, you need to do a fucking podcast. You need to vlog. You need to vlog. You need to vlog. You need to do a blog. You need to, you know, whatever it was, right? Content, and content. Content. And I just didn't. Now, I'm just like, I look at it as like, yo, I just need to record my conversations with my friends, because I've always had these type of conversations. With my friends, you know how much, much stuff I've I've learned from Joe Rogan and yeah. um, all these other just sitting down. You can inspire someone in another country. Absolutely, just the way you 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 talk. Absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. All right, but yeah. So super yeah. great having you. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Right? I mean, outside of the art world, I feel like we just unlocked all kinds of layers. You name drop people that were like. I kind of wish we'd stop, but, you know, we, we had to keep going. Like, there was a lot more to you. I definitely hope we can get a part two in the future because, like, I feel like there's a lot more still. Absolutely. Well, when, he, well, when, he, when, he's, when, he's, having, when he's having Hollywood knocking on his door and he's now in movies, then he's going to have another phase. Of yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I projected and imagined this. Yes, so now absolutely. You know, this this, this uh, set design that I finished you know? up with... Uh, with the La that. Bodega with Product and Jim Jones. When that's done, that's going to give a lot of opportunities. It's going to open a lot of doors. Nah. And then um, they can all follow you at Danny Cortez NYC. NYC. Danny Cortez with an S. Right. With an S. NYC. All that's going to be linked below still. Thank you. And all platforms. All the, we will put all the information in there. Um, lay, uh, make sure all, all uh, anybody who sees this, please leave a like. Subscribe to the channel. That's right. Leave a comment. We appreciate all the comments. Yes. Um, and, and if you want to show support more fiscally, patreon.com slash perspectives, like yeah. the channel name. Because right. I don't know what's there yet while we're recording it, but by the time it's live, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I think we're getting like keychains and mugs or something like that. Yo, oh, like, yo we should, man. We should. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. We're yes, going to do all the that, normal that, Patreon stuff that you would expect. that's coming out. Yo, yes. it's yeah, so yeah, hard, yeah. bro. Yo, <laughs> yo, we'll get we'll get well, it on camera. Get, we'll get, get all that, that. Yeah, whatever. It'll pop up, or know what? It'll be on no, the TikTok, on the... the Instagram. It'll be on the social media. So if you want to see the backpack, follow us on social that's media. Right. <laughs> right, follow us on social media. Go. It'll be that's where we'll have the curated posts. Yo, um, yo, thank, thank you so much. much. To... No, all thank of you it. guys. And y'all watching it. 
because without you, even though we're not live like we used to be, without you, there's no show. And we look forward to seeing all we your comments. Live. We will like still go airs, live. When it airs, it'll be live. live. We're not recording it live, so it's like it's, it's different. There's no chat over no there. Chat. It's a different no vibe. Chat. He's used to. I'm used to chats he's everywhere. Oh, oh, he's chat, no, he's yeah. used to doing it on Twitch and on Twitch. On Twitch, yeah, he brought you yeah. comments. You know what I yeah. mean? You got the nah. comments and it's live. And, and now, now we're, we're doing just, it like I'm about to do it like the first uh, half hour. Oh, well, last, you know. Uh, what, first I half think, hour, then everybody got to get exclusive. No, no, it's more like the whole interview used to just be done live. You know what I'm saying? Answer. But whatever you could start doing live for like first 15, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, definitely stuff to think about there. But yeah. logistically, it makes it even yeah. harder. Okay. Because right. we had to get the box and everything just oh, to figure. Got you, got we're you. figuring, we're figuring Listen, it out as we go. That's why we need a Patreon, folk. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, yeah. Sus- uh, subscribe, hit up the Patreon. And, Danny, uh, thank you again so much, nah, brother. Thanks for I having me, man. Thanks so for having much. me. Appreciate it. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for the knowledge. Thank you for the Part two coming soon. Don't worry thank about it. We're going to rock out. Thank you for the presence, yo. And thank you for what you give in the culture. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. For real. For real. Facts and live long and prosper, everyone. Yes, y'all.